Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th. And it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Today's Sunday session is proudly brought to you by More Beer at www.morebeer.com. Feels like work. Shooting the shit for two hours, drinking beer, and talking beer. What a wonderful experience. Can we not have the barf bucket near my mixing board? <laughs> I think everybody can read the book. I knew you were going to use this book as an excuse to quit doing this show. (laughs) Mrs. Bub, if you want, I can mail you the bub timer. Yeah, Newcastle. Especially in the can. Have you ever had it in the can? (laughs) (laughs) No, I have not had it in the can. (laughs) Notice I closed my eyes and I concentrated really hard. Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is the session. Yeah, welcome to the program, everybody. Thanks for hanging in there with us and uh, tuning in. Great show for you tonight. Um, i got to get right into it. A uh, very important uh, topic to start off with. I've gotten our friend uh, Sean O'Sullivan uh, from the 21st Amendment on the line to listen to my story because I feel like, you know, he's a, he's a sponsor and a friend and he deserves to know what I did. Sully, are you there? I'm here. What's going on? <laughs> Hi, Sully. So, <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> I had to throw myself out of the two one A on Saturday oh, night. You got eighty six yourself. I had to eighty six myself from the twenty first amendment. Wait, wait, slow down here. Just slow down. Take your time with this one. Because I read your text. I thought you got thrown out. And I said, oh, this is going to be good. No. But you threw yourself out. Well, as you know, at least I would hope you know, I'm, I'm pretty respectful of my friends and certainly my sponsors. So that even when I'm hammered, I, I think I would typically be the first one to censor myself. Uh, so I threw myself out before things got, um, I should say, more out of hand. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, it was uh, it was one like of those drunk and disorderly, maybe. Huh? Well, it was one of those things where it just snuck up on me. I I went to the baseball game during the day, so I started yeah. I started early, but I'm pretty yeah. good at at spreading it out. That's you know? a recipe for sneaking and, uh, up on it. Yeah, yeah. Starting early, sitting in the sun. Who would have sit Who would sun. think that that would really? Yeah. So I can see where you're at. But you know, I spread it out. I mean, beer every couple of innings, kind of thing. And you must have brought uh, a lot of money. Um, <laughs> Well, that was another part of the problem is that after the game, we, we went to the public house and there, there were some beers bought for me. And uh, uh, that's a done thing. And you know, the, <laughs> you know, then I had the Sully. Then I had the great idea. It's just me and Kate the Great, and I and she's ready to go home. By the way, she's not very sober herself. Uh, and I'm like, no, no, we're here. The two and a. It's it's just a couple blocks up the road. Um, you know, we should. We Did should, you sound that lucid? Or, yeah, yeah, we should go have another beer. So we go there. Sounds and, like a fucking disaster. Oh, it's getting and it, and I don't even know at this point that it's a disaster. Uh, but we we go there, and I don't know if it was good that I it, for for the first time. I didn't know anybody there. I, I don't know if, oh. it, if it, I didn't know any of the bartenders. I didn't know any yeah. of the managers. All strangers. None, none of my people were there. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was. Justin, the, it's like I haven't been. You haven't been in my pub in a long time. I haven't been your show in a long time. I don't even know who's that studio anymore. <laughs> I mean, I, I heard I heard Tasty's retired in Milwaukee. Or something. <laughs> right. No, no, no. Right. Yes, but he's still on the death pool. Yeah, uh, I'm on a watch list. <laughs> So I don't know anybody so you there. You didn't know anybody in there. Which, uh, which, and uh, in, in some ways is is probably good because it's no reflection on you, right, Sully? Because if, like, if, I, if I know some of the people, they're like, oh, shit, now we got to tell Sully that Justin was in here all hammered. Uh, but uh, they don't know me. But on the other hand, they're also not looking out for me necessarily. However, no. it snuck up on me in such a way that uh, there, there was no way for them to know. We go, we go to the bar. Uh, I order a drink. We're, Kate and I are fine. We're fine. Uh, Zambo and his wife end up showing up a little bit later. And... Uh, we're not even there for all that long, but we hang out with them for a little bit, and I'm, I'm tasting a couple things. The next thing I know, I'm, I'm telling them a story about the Giants game, and and Zambo, all he Zambo, I've discovered is must be the nicest man to drunks on earth. Zambo is is Sully's brewer, just for new listeners who might not know. Yeah, yeah. He comes up and he just sort of stands real close to me and acts as a barrier between me and the rest of the restaurant. Now he doesn't he doesn't shush me he doesn't do anything but apparently I'm talking in the loudest voice humanly possible and every third word is an f word and oh my god and I'm not angry I'm just I'm just like the fucking ball game and the f and this and f and Sam went with us and f and f and until I think I think one of your managers just comes up and gives me a big hug he like gives me a big hug and is like. Wow. <laughs> oh my god! You were shushed. I was, you weren't eighty-six. You were shushed. I was shushed. It's a little was, worse, actually. And and this is my first indication that I'm hammered. Right. <laughs> that place is loud. You must have been seriously projecting. I was. Well, he can. He has a voice. He can. So, right. And he yeah, was probably. Exactly. Yeah. It was like my 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 white trash radio voice with all the f bombs in the middle. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. but even at that point, Zambo. Just stone face, just says it's okay, and he carries on talking to me about the beers. Let me tell you about the, this beer that I made, and he's just calm and collected. <laughs> and so finally, I just go. And by the way, Kate's too drunk to throw us out. So I go, Kate, 
I think we have to leave now. <laughs> I think it's, it's time. So we ejected ourselves from the 2-1-A, Sully, before I made a, a run. You're... Some of your patrons had complained about me, I found out. <laughs> wow. Oh, they have. You know, I, I'll tell you what, it, it could not have been. Well, first of all, Zambo's amazing. I mean, he's like kind of a ninja. He's like a ninja. Yes. Last night he was a ninja, apparently, uh, or dealing with drunks. Yes. Uh, but he's, you know, he's calm, collective, and he's, you know, he's almost like Spock-like at times. And it's good to hear that he kind of took care of you. I, I will tell you this, Justin, if it's any uh, consolation, you did not make the manager log. Oh, good. When I read the log this morning. <laughs> your name or photograph, and there were no posters that were put up by the doors when I came in just a little while ago. Uh, so you're, you're, you're okay. You're going to be fine. Well, but I, if it does happen again. Yes. Yes. I'm going to have to pull the sponsor. <laughs> right. Well, and I leave, you know, and it's one of those things where about 10 minutes after I left, we're walking down to Bart, and I went, that's my sponsor's establishment. What is wrong with me? <laughs> and Kate and I, like I said, Kate's drunk, too, and she could, she's like, I don't even know what you did. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm pretty sure it was my shitty trucker mouth and, and screaming at the top of my lungs. What day was this? Saturday. The What date? I don't know. What, whatever day, Ten? Saturday, was a couple was days ago. Because uh, here's a news article: naked spitting pissing dude shuts down 16th Street Bart. <laughs> no, I wasn't. So, are you sure that's not you? Yeah, I wasn't. Only I'm only sure because I wasn't that far up on the Bart line. <laughs> Dick him on without your clothes on. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I did, but I was naked, and so I just uh, I did feel bad, but m- more so, you are so right about Zambo. The man is a polite ninja because he yeah. just sort of. Moved in closer, and I just thought he was interested in what I had to say. He moved in closer to me and, like and <laughs> did his best to block me from the rest of the restaurant until finally a manager was like, "Yeah, that's not working," and gave me the. It was a very. It was the nicest shush ever. He hugged me. <laughs> it was more of a soothing. Shush. He, like, I mean, he wasn't. He was like, "It's all right." Me. He hugged yeah. me, and just I relax. went, and I just went. This man wouldn't be hugged. I must be really loud right now. I gotta get out of here. I the hug go. was the indicator. I gotta go. And so I ejected myself, Sully. Are you sure it's not like when the Fresno PD hugs uh, the uh, the to catch a predator guys? Because I think they look at it as a tackle. It, I I don't think I was tackled because he hugged and he whisked away. And they were also nice enough. Whether it was because someone told them. I'm I'm with Sully or something. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think anybody said. That. Or like, or well, I don't you, know. well, you know Zambo, right? You, you, yeah, you, yeah, he could have said. You know Zambo. You met Zambo, so you right. He knew what was going on, so he just you know he 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 got your back. He got my back, and I remember I do all of the signs just sort of started because I'm I'm telling this story, which I think is the best story on earth about the baseball. No, game. it's amazing. And and <laughs> first, what happens is Zambo's wife just turns around. And faces the other direction. <laughs> and second, what happened is that Zambo moves in closer to me. Still, however, I'm not cued into the whole thing. And then finally, I get the manager hug, and that's when the light bulb goes off. That dude, you are a loud asshole right now. <laughs> you got you to gotta go. Well, you know, it's you, you know, we do have that those issues at the pub once in a while. But it's good that you have that internal voice, though. And I would, you know, I would encourage people to listen to that voice at times. You do go to a bar and. And and you do get shushed and you do get hugged and <laughs> right. get out. Watch for the I, now. I I wish the internal voice had gone off five minutes earlier. But it, you're right. At least oh, I saw dude. the. At least I saw the signs. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to. I'm glad you told me that because I just showed up here. We're doing an event tonight with Richard Brewer. Hey, uh, Elizabeth Street Brewery. We did a collaboration brew called Imperial uh, Imperial Jack. It's a Imperial ESB <clears throat> or strong uh, British ale. 
And uh, I'm going to go up there, and I think Zambo's there, and I'm going to have him recount the story from his side. <laughs> Please do, because not an ill word came out of his mouth. He just smiled and moved in for the for the wall. Yeah, and then I'm going to call you later, Justin. We'll have a personal conversation. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, uh, needless to say, I will be discounting your sponsorship for the month of May. <laughs> yeah, I got money back and hoodies. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, Sully. That's all. I just wanted you to hear it from me. All right. Well, your 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 confessional. Uh, I I I, conf- I, uh, I I forgive you. Everything's fine. Well, you can come back anytime you want. But if Perfect. you do it again, I'll right. your ass. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thanks, Sully. Have a good all night right, down there. Later. All right. Take care. Bye. There you go. Does Zambo really get that much credit? I mean, does he have any other mode other than just calm and straight face? <laughs> Who he- knows? I, if he did. We probably would have heard about it just now. Where, I guess like, he not. would come in with like a shiner. Zambo broke my orbital bone. Right. Then yeah. he would then he would get credit, but the, he has no other mode. He just has stone face ninja mode. I, I think you might be right, but here's here's the perspective you have to think about it. It's kind of Zambo's place too. Now it's Sully's place, but Zambo's the brewer. And every employee in that restaurant knows that Zambo is the one talking to the loud, profane, drunk guy. Right. So it's on him. Right? Like, whatever happens, it's on him. Yeah. But he was cool enough to just let me do my thing. I think he was waiting it out. And luckily, after the manager hug, I figured out <laughs> I was supposed to leave. Maybe his next mode would have been, it's been really nice speaking <laughs> with you, Justin. Yeah. And now you have to go. <laughs> he was right on the verge. <laughs> you know, it was just... And I just left Let going... Let me show you to the door. This I'll, doesn't, I'll meet you next door. This doesn't happen to me often. So they stand out as moments in my life that I'll never forget and feel like a dickhead about. And, uh, yeah, I walked out of there going, dude, you couldn't have done it down the street at Thirsty Bear or something? <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, anyway, I had some good beer as far as I remember. Drunk. <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good baseball game. Good times. I went to the public house and had a bunch of blind pig to start. Yeah, they got that. Too. That's kind of what started it out, Tasty. Yeah. Uh, then Lagunitas IPA throughout the game. Because uh, they sell that up there, right? It's good <clears throat> for like a hundred and seventy dollars a right. pint. Yeah, um, and then went back to public house to feed ourselves. We had some food, and uh, you know they have a, a amazing, not just the tap selection at public house, but a really good bottle list. Oh, yeah. A bottle list that you won't even find at some of our favorite liquor stores. Some some of the brewery beers that we don't get up here yeah, very often, right. and. Um, Anyways, it's killer. It's the best in baseball, hands down. I mean, and it's reasonably priced too, which is amazing for a place attached to a ballpark. I just heard they were selling beer for one hundred and seventeen dollars a pint. That's not a reasonable. In the ball, ball. yeah. (laughs) Well, at the public house, though, it is regular prices. You can get a seven fifty pint there, which is you know that's that's about what you're paying. uh, Whereas it's ten fifty in inside the stadium. There was a list that just got published in a a newspaper, I think, an online newspaper that gave the top ten. Uh, ballpark. Oh, they had to be number one, right? Number two. Are you serious? Who edged them out? Uh, Seattle. Oh, please. Mm. I've never been to the park. Have you been? You should. You yeah. must have been to that that game. I've that never park. been to a to a. Was it Safeco up there? I think it's Safeco. Uh, I think that's right. Uh, they got number one, and you know Seattle's a good really? beer town. So they don't have blind pig. I can tell you. Uh, that. Yeah, they might not. <laughs> they don't because um, they stopped distributing in Washington. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, then San Francisco is the best <laughs> uh, winning baseball plus oh, beer yeah, program. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But I don't think Public House counts. As, oh, no, as part the, of the beer the in the itself. stadium. No, the, because you can't get Blind Pig in no, the stadium. I can't get uh, yeah, a lot it, of the good beers. It's its own entity. It exactly. just shares space. Yeah, it's just, uh, so that doesn't make it... So number two... But two is really great. I mean, that's, pretty good. There's a lot of ballparks and a lot yeah. of good beer port. But, yeah, I got... 
I don't like being drunk in public. I don't like it. I mean, you know, I don't judge other people for it. Uh, I have a lot of friends who go out and go, but I don't like being that guy. I've yeah. never liked being that guy. No, it's terrible. I think my biggest motivation throughout my life to be able to handle my alcohol, because I do like to, to drink in quantity. I like to sample a lot, you know. Uh, I, I think my biggest motiv- motivation to to be able to handle the alcohol is to not be that guy. I, I don't like it at all. No. So Sunday morning was not a nice morning for me. <laughs> I, I woke up going, oh, man. You're reflecting on your behavior. <laughs> what a dummy. So there you go. It happens. Um, and unfortunately, sometimes it happens at your sponsor's house <laughs> establishment, you know. All right. Lots to get to today. Uh, I did want to mention to you uh, that More Beer is the sponsor of this program. They're the sponsor of this and every uh, session that we do. And I thank them for it. They're also doing a uh, giveaway this month. It's uh, They're giving away a seat to the um, Siebel Institute uh, homebrewing, advanced homebrewing techniques course. And yeah, that's taught by, uh, every year it's taught by, uh, Chris White, Randy Mosier, Ray Daniels, and Chris Graham for more beer. And, uh, this year they're giving away a seat. And all you have to do is go on to morebeer.com and rate a product. So go on and write a, a product rating and you'll be entered to win to go to Siebel, which is pretty cool. It's a, I've heard of, Really good things about the course. Yeah, yeah. It's a week-long uh, advanced homebrewing course, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Go over to morebeer.com right now, and you can click on, um, there's an icon there about the Siebel giveaway. And if you do that, it'll give you all the details. But really, you just need to go on and uh, do a product description of something that, you, that you've bought. I might go on and do a product description for the the hop, the sparge arm. Remember us talking about the new spar drum they did a couple weeks ago? I upgraded my system oh, yeah, with yeah. that. You had some yep. experience with and that. That's right. I love that thing. It's a, a great uh, spar jarm. It's made, you know, one of the problems with my, I have an older More Beer 1550, and one of the problems was always the sparge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad messed with it a whole bunch, did a, a bunch of different things to it. Um, and, and finally, they come out with this spar jarm. You just, it's plug and play. You don't need any special equipment. You just hook it right to your mash tun. And maybe I'll write a, a, a product review about that oh you should Inter- now that i'm such a, a home brewer yeah uh i could i too could go to the siebel advanced home brewing course can i go in and write a uh, a review of our dvd <coughs> and, oh yeah they're gonna be selling our dvd yeah, yeah i think they are you'll, you'll they? qualify did they put it up already i don't know they i have. don't know if they put it up uh just just yet they uh, were working on being able to do the recipe kit along with it uh, so that you can buy the dvd and the recipe kit and uh do it all okay. at once so yeah you could go sure Right. But you don't want to go to the advanced homebrewing class. What are you going to do? Just sit there and make fun of everybody? What's that supposed to mean? For being homebrewers? <laughs> no, 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 no. I would learn things. But would and you I would come w- back and report on it? But would you want to go to the Siebel? Sure, why not? Advanced homebrewing yeah, class. Yeah, who wouldn't? You. Well, <laughs> I would have thought everybody would, but yeah. yeah. No, I already yeah. know all that information anyway. Right? I know all that shit. I do. Okay. I'm real smart. All right, so go over to morebeer.com and uh, write a, a product description and enter yourself a chance to win. Uh, and like I said, just click on, they got a banner over there that says, win a seat at Siebel's Advanced Homebrewing Course. And you click that, and uh, you'll get all the details to do it. Or just uh, homebrew with me. It's the same thing. Give me your money. Homebrew with JP buy. is the same as going, let me get this straight, is the yeah. same as going to a class taught by Chris White, Randy Mosier, Ray Daniels, and Chris Graham. Uh-huh. It's the same. Just it's a the same day, thing. One day with JP right. is like the condensed advanced homebrewing course. Yeah. I love it. It's yeah. powerful. It's yeah. concise, for sure. <laughs> it's very concise. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> I tell you the things you just absolutely need to know. No, that's yeah, that's you know stuff. everything else. Like you don't need to know about your nitrogen levels and your your you know your FAN levels and your grain. No homebrew needs that. Maybe you're onto something. I don't need to know all that. Let's do it right now. Yeah, give me the course right now. <laughs> okay, <I'll do> <laughs> all right, I'll do it at the break. Another announcement I got for you is there may be some server downtime tomorrow. I've been telling you for a few weeks that we're doing a bunch of uh, work on on our back end, you know, and uh, squats. Yeah. <laughs> so I know that uh, we got to do some fixes tomorrow. It should be a very short period of time, but if you tune in or, or try to go to the website and, and it's not there, don't panic. Don't call the cops. Don't call 911. That's for emergencies only. And just wait until the server comes back online. So I'm, I don't know when it's going to happen tomorrow, just at some point. Just to, I'm, what I'm telling you is don't cry about it. Because what happens is, is it happens, and then someone someone starts crying. And then and then it turns out like the BN Army has this chain reaction of crying. It's like yeah. a bunch of women like at a, at a movie, at a, at a romantic comedy. And as soon as one of them starts crying, the rest of them start crying <laughs> together about it. I think that's what the BN Army does about, about BN problems. It's, so. it's more like the, um, the scene in Stand By Me at the, at the pie-eating contest where yes. one guy throws up. and then Because yes. that's what it feels like. Because you read it and it's on Facebook and Twitter and then you email. And then people think that you, just because you're friends with them on Facebook, then they have the right to message you all the time and just <laughs> spam you with shitty pop-up fucking chat messages. It's like, right. leave me alone. Right. Now I don't even look at those anymore. So leave me alone. I don't care about the server being down. I can't do anything about it. Relax. Things happen. Go. And that's what it's like. So everybody, uh, just I'm giving you advance notice. I'm sure. Yeah, we- go on and check your up. You know, check for your, you know your contact. You see what's going on right now. Yeah. Go. You know. Yes. Get it post, now. Post a bunch tonight. Yeah. You all realize that this PSA we've done has done nothing. It has changed <laughs> right. nothing. What, well, there's only, well, there's only four people listening. Anyway. Yeah, tomorrow it'll be the same yeah. story. Anyway. All right. Now we just wanted to give you a heads up about that. Uh, all right. BNA eight update. That's our eighth anniversary party happening in Philly on June twenty oh, sixth. Be a great party. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's shaping up. We're adding new details to it all the time. I'm sending in the uh, beer list to the uh, people ordering the beer tomorrow. Tomorrow. We're, oh, we're I'm going to go. send you a document that somebody sent to me. Okay. Early in the morning. You Do it. Just take a look. That's fine. It's uh, we're not. It, it won't be the final list that I'm sending anyway. It's my recommendation list. So yeah. there's plenty of fluidity there for us to change it. But boy, do we get some great suggestions, not only from uh, some of our BN Army locals, but we contacted a local Cicerone. Uh, you know, we work with the Cicerone oh. Beer Certification Program, yeah. and we ta- we contacted a couple, and uh, and we got some great uh, information from them too. Found out about some smaller brew pubs that aren't in distribution that we wouldn't have known about, and so we got a couple of those on the list too. But yeah, Tasty, send me yours as well. Yeah, I'll send you mine. Uh, the beer list is going to look great. Um, the entertainment lineup is fantastic. The Trophy Fire is going to play. Uh, Plus, the band that they're on tour with at the time is going to open. Oh, really? I forget their name, but I listened to a few songs, and it's pretty good. Eight Eight Yards to Daylight? <clears throat> oh, this I think is the School of Rock. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Some emo name like that. Yeah. yeah. Eight <laughs> Yards to Daylight. It's like a football slash emo band. You know, they're, yeah. they're jocks who are emotional. <laughs> Buried Alive with Two Cubic Feet of Oxygen. <laughs> I think that's... I think it's, it's their head song that they're going to open up That's with. Their, their... And the new album... Buried alive with two cubic feet of oxygen. Uh, so here's their song, Black Hair Dye. Also, uh, JP, I did arrange with the Trophy Fire for them to back us up to do a yeah. couple of few, a couple of two tree songs. Uh oh. So I'll give you that song list. We're doing a the BN Please band do. is doing a couple of two tree songs. All right. Um, and Uh-oh, then uh, JP is going to do stand up, right? I am. 
Isn't that? Uh, isn't that? I that's the contract. It, maybe you made. I dreamt that. I think you because it is my dream girl, one day that you that you do stand up at our anniversary party. Girl, I have a hard time managing email. I it's so good. <laughs> it's gonna be so. It, it's my dream too. Yeah. I don't know if I can do it. Okay. I'll try. I mean, what if I'll, we get a writer for you? <laughs> you can't write your own jokes. Oh, I don't need no, a writer. Really? Yeah. It's a delivery thing. <laughs> I need. I. I would need. Um, what would I need? I would just need co- someone to polish it a little that bit. Acting oh, I see. Yeah, just like you know, the, it, the nuggets are there. They just need to be carved. You know. Well, think into about a it. I mean, it might be one of those things where we get the crowd to. <laughs> Slow clap you in, you know. Yeah, and then mo- everyone moves back, and I'm in the I'm in the center of the room, and everyone's just on the side. And, hey, yeah. hey, hey, uh, can't you hear? Doesn't that get you excited when you don't you ever think about that? Like the crowd cheering your name. And- I do. It'd be it'd be a, a, a welcome change from the booze that I. <laughs> right, I'm trying to help. Get. I'm trying to I'm trying to change the way it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll You're see. doing a good job. We'll see about that. We got some goodie bags full of stuff just for going in. Uh, anyway, go to brewingnetworkphilly.eventbrite.com and get your tickets now. There's still some tickets available. Uh, everything's taken care of. There are hors d'oeuvres, so you can get a little bite to eat. Uh, there's a shuttle going back and forth throughout the entire party from the event hotel, which isn't very far away anyway, by the way. Oh, great. If, sure. You know, if you could lose a pound or two, it's like a mile and a half down the road. Well, that's not uh, bad at all. I don't know in which neighborhood in Philly we're talking, <laughs> right. but uh, you know, it's like a mile and a half down there. But anyway, we'll be doing the shuttles. I think it's also right on the public transportation line. I mean, there's no reason not to go to this. Also, uh, it it's it starts after all the other pre-conference events are done, and I don't think there's a whole ton of pre-conference events anyway. So what else would you do with your time on a Wednesday night? Except for go to a world-class music venue where you're going to get some free swag, some of the best beer in the region and from beyond the region, and hang out with us. I mean, I can't think it's of It's usually the best party of the whole deal. I mean, compared to, uh, up against like club night, I think it's the right. best, best thing of the week. Yeah. I, I, club night, I think, still edges us out. But, Barely. But you're going to go to that anyway. It's a great party we so, have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Tickets available now. Yeah. All right. Check it out. Uh, our, as I mentioned the last couple of weeks, the show schedule is now on the homepage. Just scroll down on the left side. Uh, I think it says something uh, descriptive like show schedule. And you can check it out and see when our shows are. I know we just had one move. Uh, we had, we're going to do our first Tuesday show, it looks like. <laughs> I had accidentally scheduled a Memorial Day show. I don't know how I did that. We haven't done that in years. Uh, but I did. And we're not doing a show on Memorial Day. It's just not going to happen. But we will give you a show that week. I think we're going to come in on Tuesday night and party with you. You know? So everybody call in sick Wednesday. Woo! Uh, all right. Uh, what else? A bunch of stuff in the store. Uh, Hop Grenade Warheads, our double-walled stainless steel growler. Uh, it's a fantastic uh, piece of homebrewing equipment. Uh, went down to the SoCal Fest this weekend, and people just loved it, just like I knew they would. Um, it's really, in my opinion, designed for homebrewers, because you like to share your beer. You bring it in a growler or... Uh, you know, sometimes a two-liter bottle I've seen people do. But, uh, yeah, and you got to bring a cooler along with you and everything. You don't even have to bring a cooler with this. You just fill it up and take it. You know what I'm talking yeah. about, Tasty. Yeah, just stick it on the front of your pants. <laughs> you oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. It thinks pretty big. <laughs> yeah, no. it is pretty big. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. It'll stay what you guys had some, you did some experimenting. I tested it for uh, 24 hours later after taking it out of a 42-degree fridge. It was 51 degrees. Oh, that's great. And I just sat it on the counter. Yeah, if, you, if you're not drinking that amount of time, you shouldn't have brought it in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's something wrong. You should drink it on the way there, actually. Yeah. Let's drink it now. You're probably me if people didn't drink your beer <laughs> exactly. in that amount of time. Uh, there's another problem. It's not my warhead, I'll tell you that. 
anyway, that's available in the store. Now, look, I know they're a little pricey. I'll admit it to you myself first, but they're pretty darn pricey for us, too, and it's just the way it is. I wish shipping wasn't what it is. Uh, okay. but that's just how it's going right now. So uh, get it in the store, or uh, when we come to a local event near you, get it then. Uh, we'll probably bring some to the NHC to sell. We always bring merch there and other events that we do. Um, so anyhow, we got that and DVDs and all sorts of stuff. Uh, you can go shop on Amazon uh, just by clicking the Amazon link on our homepage, and then you shop as normal, and we get a little cut of that, and we thank you guys that are doing it. Uh, it's just an easy way to support us without spending any additional cash. Uh, download the iPhone and Android app. Just search BN Mobile in your preferred store. Watch all this on justin.tv slash brewing network. Subscribe and join the BN Army. When you become a recurring donor, you're entered into the More Beer Donation Giveaway, which is a $100 gift certificate we give away each month uh, to one lucky BN Army donor. And we do it all the time. Uh, yeah, we do. Get all these updates and more over on Twitter and blah, 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 blah. Uh, send show ideas to Scott the Jew, uh, Scott at thebrewingnetwork.com. Send feedback over to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. Today's show topic, we're going to be talking about wit beer. We're supposed to have Summit uh, on the show. We're going to talk to their brewer. Uh, apparently woke up this morning, barely woke up this morning, sick as a dog. Uh, so we had to do a cancellation, but we've been talking about this wit beer topic here for a little while anyway, uh, off the air. So it kind of worked out all right. We're going to be doing that. Doc's coming in a little bit later to give us a good rundown on how to brew a good wit beer. And uh, we'll show you how that ties into the show a little bit later. So stick with us. And we got a bunch of Summit beer to drink while we're doing that. So the, the real important part to having their beer, we're going to do that anyway. Oh, we can drink their beer? Sure. He's gonna send I, br- more? I brought some in. I I, I left some uh, for oh, the future, okay. but it's not beer that's going to keep for a tremendous. You know, it's pale ale and session, and so uh, so we need to drink it. Yeah, we oh, got. He's it. not yeah. scheduled again soon. Uh, he is, but it, it'll be a couple of months. And, okay, you know, fine. It won't kill him to send some more beer. Well, he's going to have to. That's his penalty. I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't uh, Chip from Chop and Brew work for Summit? Uh, if now, no, yeah, it's he, not really a job. I think he just update, updates their he, Facebook and stuff. I think he does. Like yeah. JP. He sort of replied it was. Yeah, I just do things. Yeah. Uh, I am happy to uh, announce that it seems like the neighborhood in between the World Cafe Live and the Conference Hotel is relatively light. Did you just walk the whole thing on Street View? Yes, I did. <laughs> what do you mean light? Like it's well lit? Is there a place well to lit? take a piss? That's it, what I want to know. It doesn't get real dark. So there's a lot of lights. It doesn't get real dark. Yeah, so like the buildings are painted bright colors. Yes. And there's a lot of... There's a lot of open Street spaces. lamps. There's a lot oh. of open spaces. Um, well, that's good. Part of the route, it passes you by the forum, which at the time of the Google Street View uh, pictures, um, two X adult hits, exclusive first-run new shows every Friday and Tuesday. I know what we're doing after the party. Hell yeah. All yeah, right. Scoring some meth out front of, and out front of that place. <laughs> Right. Well, I didn't see quite the Oakland demographic there, if you know what I mean. Yeah. What's he saying? All Who's right. that guy? Uh, do we have a Twitter game? We do have a Twitter game. All right. Our Twitter game is brought to you today by homebrewstuff.com. Go to homebrewstuff.com and find all the stuff you need to brew. What a great sponsor they've been to us. I appreciate their support. That is true. Uh, you know, today's uh, topic of whipped beers and stuff, it got me thinking um, about beer pairings and stuff, because you know how much I like beer pairings. What beer would you pair with a wit beer? What beer to pair with a wit beer? Yeah, I don't. Uh, the what? the the thing of uh, of you know food and beer pairings is very 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 overdone, and uh, it, it's a little too boring for me. So now I want to start pairing beer with beer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Thanks for the support, guys. <laughs> 
It sounds like me. It sounds like me on Saturday. I was just trying to find another beer to pair with the beer I was having at that moment. What do you think about and what would you pair with it? Now you're starting to get me. <laughs> That's coming through. What is your thing against a food? I mean, do you have you really not had a food and beer that pairs together better than say a different beer? Yeah, really. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you know, besides, I mean, that's besides, just plain ridiculous. I'm a ridiculous guy. But, <laughs> but besides, like the oh, well, you know, here's a, a a beer with like, or here's food that's kind of fatty, so you might want some of the little bit of hops to kind of cut it. Like besides the general, some food tastes better, you know, paired with other food. But like the minutia of like, here's you know, sl- three toed sloth cheeks braised in. You know, this super rare beer paired with another rare beer from Belgium that's been aged up amongst ass for a year. Um, <laughs> that's going to bring out the flavors in the sloth cheeks. I just, I have never, I've never been to a beer dinner like that okay. where the pairings have been, oh my God, this is pa-. like when we do it at NHC. I'm drinking all the beer and I'm trying it all at the same time and I leave a little food, leave a little beer and I, I try everything and, and nothing brings out flavors. Over the other. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm closer to uh, hearing out your argument when you put it that way than when you, you you generalize your argument and just go, no beer pairs with anything better than another. Because that, I'm like, I can have a beer next to it and go, that tastes really good. I can. Ha- and by the way, this goes with almost any liquid. Like, sure. uh, there's certain breakfasts, breakfasts that apple juice does not taste good with. Uh, but another one, it will. Uh, there's, there is such a thing yeah. as flavors mating, and that's why food sure. is what it is. Right, but you, you know. would but you would never say, well, you know what tastes really good is a heat and steak pairing, <laughs> where I pair a hot frying pan with raw meat. No, no, but I would... Because they go together, right? I mean, obviously, there's a way to cook stuff, or you, yeah, know, what's, you know what's great is eggs with a pepper and salt pairing. <laughs> you, don't, you don't do that, because, yeah, that's right. obvious. So beyond the obvious i see it's 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 a little too it's it's now gotten too much to me and, and it's for me it's well also i don't like it. it's taking craft beer to where wine is right now right or where wine was in the 80s and 90s where we're doing all these wine dinners and wine pairings and that's not what craft beer is we're not trying to be wine we're trying to we want to be different than wine but we're actually following their same path and i think it's retarded okay and um it doesn't do it for me it might do it for you or whoever else but for me i just don't get it oh Thank you very much. You're welcome. I'm Jason Pepper. You know me. I'm kind of a dick. (laughs) All right. What's our Twitter? Oh, never mind. We already did our Twitter game. (laughs) It was that um, unmemorable. (laughs) All right. So send in your tweets over to Brewing Network. Or not, What beer would you pair with wit beer? Yeah. Sorry for trying to be funny. I I like it. It's all right. No no need for apologies. I will contribute later. I will figure out which beer I would. I don't even care. I would pair. I don't care about anything ever. All right, what else do we have to do? Uh, we got to do beer news today? Yep. All right, let's do some beer news before we go to break. How about that? Let's. It's the Brewing Network's Beer News, brought to you by Belgian Beer Me and Bamberg Beer Me Beer Tours. Yes, it is. Well, Budweiser has unveiled the Buddy Cup. Have you guys heard of this? <laughs> It's no. uh, yeah, I, right. but I can't wait to know what it is. Oh, it's good. It's a pint glass with a built-in chip that automatically connects to the Facebook pages of the two cheersers. So, like when you clink glasses with another buddy cup user, yeah. you're instantly friends on Facebook, right? Uh. So, a- AB has tested this contraption in Brazil. Yeah, uh, there's a promo video they put out. Uh, you can see it on YouTube. Uh, I I pulled a little bit of it because it's it's beautiful. Let's hear. Toasting has received an upgrade. Budweiser presents. The Buddy Cup. 
a cup integrated with Facebook. When two people clinked their cups, they became friends. Each person that entered every a blood event would connect their Facebook profile with the cup's chip. So, they just did the same as always. Went out drinking Bud and making new friends. Except that they brought their own cup more with friends. them. Right. Yeah, friends. there's that. They did the same as always, except they had to wash a cup, put it in something, and bring it to where they were going. I wonder if it's washable with the electronic chip and everything. Well, yeah. because you have to program it, right? Like, it doesn't just know who you are. In other words, you can't just grab the cup at a bar. It no. has to know who you are. Yeah, yeah, it has to be yours. So you carry this cup with you right. so that you can Facebook friend any stranger that you meet right. who might also just happen to have carried the cup with them. Yeah. What a, another ridiculous well, it's like, idea. Well, you get to know another, a lot of fellow idiots. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's good, right? That's what Facebook's all about. You get right? your drunken life posted all over Facebook. It's just what everybody needs. Yeah, because you know you're going to zero in on that idiot from across the room because exactly. you brought your stupid cup and you're like, that guy has a cup too. <laughs> Cheers, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, reviews have been uh, mixed at best because a lot yeah. of people are pointing, well, I don't want my bar life posted on my Facebook page. You know, really? employers should, are checking Facebook these thumb. days. Well, you, you, your bar life is your life life. Yeah, that's true. There's no other life. Uh, <laughs> you know, but I, it needs to do, first of all, clearly the people at Budweiser and, and Coors and everybody else, they're not all that stupid. I mean, they're selling more beer than anybody. They, that's what they do, and they, they and they've they've zeroed in on it, and it's a science, and they're they're doing great at it. If they weren't doing great at it, they wouldn't be the dominant force that they are. Why is it that they come up with these retarded ideas? This cup needs to do other things. If, if there's going to be a Facebook cup, it right. needs to I don't know give you a blowjob. Yeah, it needs to taste the beer that it's in the glass. Give it, it give me the, a, the IBUs and the ABV. There you go. Connect to a website that gives me a full description of the beer I'm about to drink. Although, if you're a Budweiser person, you know you that is you know you, what, you don't really what description yeah, you don't know do you about. need? But, but how soon am I getting drunk? It, it's just a, to think to sit around a room. And be a highly paid marketing company, I guarantee, and go, oh, yeah. you know what the next big thing is? <laughs> a cup you have to carry with you and cheer other people with it, and then everyone knows who you just met. Awesome. And the other guy that goes, dude, you're a fucking genius. <laughs> a lot of times I think they just throw this shit out and see. I mean, it's, it's a pilot program, but look where it is. In Brazil, the light <laughs> lager capital of the universe, right? I see. Aside from us. Well, yeah. yeah. But, but that's why it's te- being tested there. And not in the United States, because I think they are more social drinkers than we are. I see. As Americans. I, it, it, will, it won't ever catch on here, but there's a lot of stuff that ca- that doesn't catch on in America that's popular worldwide, like soccer. And communism. But, <laughs> but I don't see this. Uh, I see this being as popular as communism. Yeah, well, it's, it's well, still, that's pretty popular. <laughs> yeah. It's still a pilot, right. but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think you like it, don't you? It, wanna, oh, you want to? You want to buy it? Makes, cup. It makes sense that that you don't carry the cup with you because it, it made, it, to me it would make sense. I don't know how, but to it should be a they glove. buy it at the bar. It should just be a glove. A glove? You, cause that would then be good. You just wear the glove. And then every glass you hold on to becomes your Budweiser chip glass. And you can spot the person easier because it's who's wearing a glove. And who hasn't always wanted to wear one glove since Michael Jackson came to the world? And if you get super pissed at a loud guy, you can take off the glove and slap him with it? <laughs> right. Challenge him to a duel? I prefer hugging, but yes. Uh, I Now, yeah. if it were a glove, I would, uh, I'd be with you, JP. Hmm. But still... I don't know. 
I don't know why we're spending so much time on this. Other than I just it well, boggles, novel. It boggles my mind the things that they come up with. And even though yes, JP, I agree. It's just it's a it's a prototype. It's yeah. a test. But is it really worth testing? Because I'll tell you right now, and you don't have to pay me to do a focus group or survey anybody. It will fail. There you go. That's my professional opinion. <laughs> it's going to fail. Budweiser, I will now bill you a million dollars. What happens if you cheers the glass and you're already friends with that person? Is that like some weird loophole in the Matrix that just shuts it down? Yes. It wipes out your entire friend list and only friends you with your mom and your Aunt Betty. Oh, That's what happens. It's a ridiculous idea. A glove, on the other hand. Great idea. I'm sure they said that about the, the Blue Mountains. (laughs) <laughs> they're like, that's stupid. And yeah. lo and behold, how many years into that? They're still there. As popular as ever. Well, must how, be how, working. How are you supposed to know if your beer's cold? I guess. Must be working. All right. A new type of barley malt that has been developed by Australian researchers along with uh, Sapporo uh, apparently can prevent beer from tasting stale as quickly. Mm. Uh, South Australian farmers uh, are to begin commercial production of this barley uh, later this year. Uh, one of the researchers, uh, his name is Jason Eglinton, he said the grain was not genetically modified. It just had a uh, defective enzyme. So uh, here he is uh, explaining it better than I can. There was a reasonable amount of biochemistry, I suppose, to understand where this particular flavor came from. We came to understand that there was an enzyme called lipoxygenase that's present in all barley varieties. This creates a compound called trans-2-nonanol and it's that material that actually gives this cardboard-like off flavour. We used uh, contemporary but non-GM plant breeding techniques to bring that version of the enzyme into current elite barley and create what we now have is a new variety called Southern Star that has this defective version of the lipoxygenase enzyme. So in other words, the Southern Star has a defective... It's genetically modified. They're putting in a defective It's a, mutant, uh, it's enzyme. a retard. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, in other news, uh, people who tested it grew mantits faster <laughs> than the control group who didn't. Uh, it's modified by putting a defective... Now, I'm only pointing it out. I'm not against it. I, but right. it is a little... Who knows what that could do? If they're putting in a defective thing? Well, it's interesting. He went out of his way to say it's not GMO. It's not genetically modified. It's just genetically modified. I didn't really understand why. <laughs> well, it was, dis- it was it's a freak of nature difference. is what it is. I guess because yeah, yeah, they, maybe the defective enzyme was found yeah. in nature. That's right. what it sounds like. It sounds like that they found a, a, yeah. a strain with this defective enzyme and they bred yeah. it into. Right. Yeah. So, so they didn't. Um, create it in a lab, right? This gene, which or is what. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, genetically modified is anything that you do to modify the genes. I would have thought, but but you know, you know, the hippies wanted to equal Monsanto, so <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That, uh, it's more like a designer malt. Maybe there's here. a reason this defective gene did. Maybe there's another reason that they haven't discovered yet because they didn't test every other reason that this defective gene didn't make it in naturally, right? You know, and we'll, we're going to find out. Because we're going to grow man tits faster. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a big deal though, for especially for big global brewers like Sapporo who are shipping beer all over the place. Because it's not a little difference. I mean, they're saying it literally is twice as long before you start picking up off flavor. Wow. So what would have been a month is now two, and 
it's yeah. a big difference. I mean that I mean that can make a big difference to your bottom line. And listen, not just for for people like Sapporo, but for for beer fans like us uh, that can get our favorite European beers uh, in the time that it takes them to ship over. You know, we've had Charlie Bamforth in here to talk about uh, how oxygen affects beer and in talking about hot side aeration and things like that. If it doubles the time that you could, that a beer yeah. can spend on the shelf, it's a big deal for everybody. Yeah. yeah. So I just wonder if it Denmark. also doubles my prostate size or something. I don't. I wait to know what. It, but maybe it's worth it if I can get fresh uh, German lager. Your prostate's going bad anyway. <laughs> well, right. it, but that's for the that's for the malt. Now, what about the hops? Yeah, you know that's a whole different story. So sure. I mean, it's it's cool, sciencey stuff, but uh, <laughs> I'd rather them cure like ball cancer. Right. I don't need fresh beer as badly as that. <laughs> Focus on ball cancer first. See if you can fix that for us. It, right. You make a good point. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else in the news? A couple more. There's a new beer being brewed by Cerveceria Vicos in Bolivia called Chama. It's like a Hefeweizen-ish beer. The locals call it coca beer, and it's it's exactly what it sounds like. It's beer made with coca leaves. Yes. Uh, they soak the coca leaves in water, and then uh, they add malted barley and hops until the mix reaches its proper consistency. It's a 20-day fermentation process, and then they bottle it. Uh, it's it's made for uh, altitude sickness, right? Because La Paz yeah. um, is 12,000 feet above sea level, and the locals for ages have chewed coca leaves to deal with the sickness, and so now they're just infusing it into beer to just give you another delivery system for the coca plant, basically. Researchers found that drinkers of the beverage all talked really fast and at the same time. <laughs> they like to clean. <laughs> That's yeah. why so many maids come from La Paz. <laughs> That's coca beer. I'm anything of that. Yeah. Chama means strength in the language of the Lake Titicaca area natives. I just told you that because I wanted to say Lake Titicaca. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the brewery is a pretty small brewery that's producing it. They produce 10 hectoliters a day. I have no idea how much that is. Uh, the bottles yeah. are fairly, fairly expensive. Oh, no, it's like eight barrels. Eight, eight barrels a day? Yeah. So. All right. Four, four bucks a bottle, so it, it ain't cheap. Uh, and you'll find it in Bolivia, some parts of Peru, and Chile. But, How many um, bottles equals an eight ball? Did you figure that out? <laughs> yeah. Because it might be cheap. Okay. Might be the way to go. Yes. If we have any Bolivian listeners, send us a case, would you? <laughs> yeah. Just for test purposes. Yeah. I, I wonder if the beer would be illegal here. You know? That's a good question. I don't it know. It would, yeah. It would Probably, be, right? Oh, right? Because we're not allowed to have things with coca leaves in it. Right. Or anything else that's fun for that matter. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I wonder. And what else are coca leaves used for besides cocaine and and products like this? Well, like I said, you say they're like the largest producer of coca leaves. Where are all these coca leaves going? Uh, Colombia. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're Florida. They're going to the Florida Keys yeah. first, and then they make their way into the Southern Florida. And Good process. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know what le- you know, quote unquote, legitimate uses there are. Other than I know that in South America, they they despise the demonization of the coca plant right because it everyone knows it for cocaine but right. there's been a million non horrific uses for it like i said you know natives have chewed it and it's you know, it, it has um uh, stomach uh, calming yeah and it, it's a digestive it, right yeah. it, if you don't cut it with like ammonia and other and th- whatever kerosene yeah then it's not horrible yeah it's just it's natural Right. Yeah, everything natural. Hey, so's heroin, you know. It's all poppy it all, seed, yeah. It all starts natural at yeah. some point, you know. That's why this whole marijuana natural thing is such a fucking... Such a bad argument. Such a scam. Yeah, poisonous tree frogs are natural, too. <laughs> yeah. And uh, listen, the hallucinations from them are something else. Uh, all right, anything... One more, yeah. Let's. This is the big one. I saved it for the last. 
uh, for real this time. I'm not <laughs> retracting anything. This. Yeah, it's the nine thousandth <laughs> report, but it's the one that counts. <laughs> Alabama's legalized home brewing, everybody. Oh, yeah. that's right. Oh, yeah. Everyone's favorite bill, HB nine. Wait, this yeah. reminds me of a segment that I've been wanting to do. Uh, that that Alabama. I now I know we all we all want to celebrate, but I'll have you know not everybody wants to celebrate Uh-oh. Alabama. Here's a new segment we're doing here on the BN. And now a moment with the people I used to like before I knew them on Facebook. This week on Facebook, after Alabama reveals that homebrewing is illegal. JP writes, Was anyone in Alabama really waiting for it, for brewing to become legal? I can't imagine some redneck going, Phew, finally, I can do this. And that's a moment with people I used to like on Facebook before I knew them on Facebook. The one guy in the country who's like, I don't know, who, did they really even care? They don't. <laughs> what? Tell us about this story, Moscow. Uh, well, it passed the Senate. Uh, apparently, it didn't come up until the very end of the uh, of the Senate, whatever, debate. Uh, nobody thought it was even going to make the special order calendar. And at the last second out of nowhere, they brought it up. It passed 18 to 7. A horrible news, though. Not a single word of debate. It passed without debate, so I have no audio uh, for you guys. And then uh, the governor, Robert Bentley, signed the bill two days later, so it's official. And in fact, they are legal before Mississippi because Mississippi has to be signed, and it isn't until, like, you know, July. So effectively, Mississippi got there first, but it's still not technically legal there. So now Mississippi is the last state. They're last. I got an email, I thought, from the Brewers Association that says all 50 states are legal. Well, it is. I mean, it's effectively, it just just hasn't technically July 1. I think it's signed in Mississippi and all that, but it it doesn't go into effect until Ah, July. That's correct. Okay. All right. So, but in any case, it's wow. um, that that's the end of the line. No, yeah. no more, no more Alabama gold. I just I'm reading through Facebook one day and I'm like, really, even this one? Yeah, that's <laughs> not good yeah, news. Yeah, what, really, they, they they do care. That's they've they've cared a lot. Do they? That's the whole. Well, why that, they keep bringing it up every it's year? It's been going on for a little while. The fight was fought. Well, good. Somebody had to fight the fight. They have the right to make five gallons a month. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. I Is that what? Which, was it a restriction? Oh yeah, five gallons a month. That's more than I make right now. Actually, that's not true. I I made uh, 30 gallons last gallons month. month. You would be breaking the law in Alabama right uh, now. Uh, so you can't uh, do a 10 gallon batch. No, ever. I'm sure it's fine, but when you but when you when you say the phrase law abiding states, Alabama really you don't picture as being like towing the line. You think more like North Dakota. <laughs> Or Utah, right? <laughs> Alabama, you know, I don't see them really yeah, giving all... a shit one way or the other, except for people who want to open uh, open businesses, which is fine. And that'll happen, too. I, th- yeah. I bet you there'll be a little uh, explosion of homebrew shops. Oh, for sure. Or, yeah. This is the music I picture your therapist will play first. With the people hey. I used to like. Very deep thoughts. I, I need to meet him first. Facebook. Soothing. Isn't it? I just want to talk about my mom. Was anyone in Alabama really waiting for brewing <laughs> to become legal? I can't imagine some redneck going, Phew, finally, I can do this. I think it's, I can done do this. I think this is a scene in Dallas or something. It's something from the, uh, from the 80s. Try that, Doc. 
That work? Okay, good. Doc just made it. Just in time. <laughs> Doc just figured out his microphone. We got a great show for you today. Uh, all right. Man. I'm angry. <laughs> Are you? What are you angry about? I don't know. I got no sympathy for nobody. No? You just came in angry? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. All right. That's the news brought to you by Belgian and Bamberg Beer Me, offering eight pleasure-filled tours every year. Treat yourself to the beer tour of a lifetime. Details at Belgian Beer Me and BambergBeerMe.com. All right. Perfect. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to wrap up our first Brewcaster Challenge. I know you thought it was all wrapped up, but we did a People's Choice Award. Uh, not really an award, just a vote. Down in the uh, at SoCal, we'll do that. Plus, we will announce your next Brewcaster Challenge. Hang in there. It's the session, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, More Beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. Morebeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. Morebeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to morebeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of The Buzz, The Forum, The Learning Center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the home brewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your home brew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, Cretans. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read Read your way to better homebrew. Nico, listen, our lawyers said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months until the next meeting. Kids, come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines, so I'm the professional. Hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Heller High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. 
Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. A vial of White Labs yeast is the key to your best beer. When you open a vial of White Labs yeast, you're giving your beer its best chance for a perfect fermentation. In addition to their already incredible variety of yeasts, White Labs is proud to announce WLP 90, San Diego's Super Yeast, now available year-round. WLP 90 is super clean, super fast fermenting, with low esters and has a neutral flavor and aroma profile. It's alcohol tolerant and highly flocculent. For more of the latest White Labs news, click over to whitelabs.com, where you can read reviews of yeast, learn in the lab section, and join the customer club. And if you should find yourself in San Diego, White Labs has a brand new training facility for craft brewers and home brewers alike. Whitelabs.com. Discover yeast, nutrients, enzymes, and more for commercial breweries, home brewers, and homebrew stores. White Labs. It's all in the vial. For nearly 15 years, homebrewers have been served by one place in Michigan where you can buy yourself a serial killer grain mill. Adventures in homebrewing. Did you try all those great Michigan beers at the National Homebrewers Conference in San Diego or Seattle? Adventures in homebrewing delivered. Did you see a great false bottom in your buddy's cooler or brew kettle? Adventures in homebrewing delivered that. And did you see that great custom-built brew stand? Yep, Adventures in homebrewing delivered. Since 1999, Adventures in homebrewing in Taylor, Michigan, Ann Arbor, Michigan, and online at homebrewing.org has been serving home brewers across the globe. Check out their innovative 2.5 gallon keg with metal handles, great homebrew kits, and the fully adjustable Serial Killer Grain Mill. Visit them in Philly for the 2013 National Homebrewers Conference. Not going to make it? Check out all the fun of adventures in homebrewing at homebrewing.org. For a limited time, coupon code BNETWORK will slam 10% off your order. Bam! Adventures in homebrewing. Join the adventure at the Great Lakes Home for homebrewing supplies online at homebrewing.org. And don't forget coupon code BNETWORK for a limited time. Join the adventure Today. This is Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Brewing Network. This past weekend at the Southern California Home Brewers Festival, Justin and his JP Killer Red Ale. Uh, that wasn't really red and didn't really kill JP. Got one more chance to redeem themselves as we told the festival goers to taste the beers back to back and then vote on which one was their favorite. You'll hear Justin with a lot of bombast about his own product, but I think he didn't really know what to expect. Just, I'm just about to do the official tasting of the uh, JP Killer Evil Twin fail and the uh, Dragon's Blood Red, which won on the show. But we're allowing uh, people at the festival here to also cast a vote. Basically, it's a second chance for me to actually win the competition. I have uh, uh, fully carbonated the beer this time, so I'm hoping that might be the difference between a, a win and a lose. Now, do you really feel like you'll be satisfied, though, if, if you win now? It's, I won't be satisfied. And by the way, it would be an unofficial win. Make no mistake, JP, you have won the competition. I know how teary-eyed you can get and, and how life isn't fair sometimes. I don't want to hear any of that shit. You're the winner. You can suck a dick. But the people's choice, you know, it sort of counts. It's street cred. I might win street cred. Are they going to taste knowing whose beer is whose, though? Yeah. Okay, they're all going to vote for you, then. This well, I don't think that's true. Fuck I mean, JP! See what I'm saying? There's that. <laughs> 
<laughs> there is that. We'll see what happens. It's anybody's game, you know. All right. If the beer's really good, JP, you'll win the people's choice. All right, we're, we're tapping it now. And wouldn't you know it, Justin was the first to do the taste test. Uh, hmm. I'll try Dragon's Blood first, please, ma'am. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at the line, and it's pretty cloudy. I mean, he didn't even bother to filter it or clear it. That's fucked up. It does look great. It's kind of lazy, if you ask me. I, I used BioPine in mine. <laughs> I don't know. Dragon's Blood is a little mild. It's a nice beer. It's clean. It's a little bland for my taste. I'm getting a little phenolic out of this. Oh, see? And somebody else is getting some phenolic. I'm going to dump out the rest of it and try. Now, can I please try the JP Killer made by Justin? Oh, wow. Mine that looks was like slick, shit even too. cloudier. Nate, why did you dump some off first? How much you want me to dump? A lot. <laughs> I think the line I was looking at was mine, not JP's. Yeah, look at JP's line is clear. Oh, however, it tastes much better. It's got it's full of flavor. It tastes like an evil twin clone. My vote goes with JP Killer. So does Bam. So does mine. See? Way better. They both suck, but his is way right. better. <laughs> yeah. Mine is less mediocre. As the day went on, I continued to stick a mic in people's faces and get reactions. Which one are you drinking right now? JP Killer. What do you think? It's all right. <laughs> oh, it's convincing. It's all right. It needs more, needs more flavors. Can you get some JP Killer? Thank you. It's got to be better than JP. I don't want to know what's I don't want to be biased. Oh, that's so ugly looking. Okay. It looks ugly, but it tastes damn fucking fantastic. <laughs> Tell Justin sorry. Oh! JP takes it. Suck it, JP. What do you think about Justin's? The first one that it's I It's amazing. I could drink it all day, every day, and live a happy life. Good stuff. Wait, what are we comparing it? Blood and semen? Are you no. recording us? Okay. You're comparing blood and JP killer. Okay. <laughs> no, I, okay. I wanted it for Dragon's Blood, but, but it wasn't, was it? So because good. it was so wonderful. It was really good. Thank you. It tastes like it's got a little bit of like tar going on, and I like that. It's tar. <laughs> And, and I like that. That's the best compliment I've ever gotten. So this is an evil twin clone. Flavor's pretty good. I don't know about the appearance. It's it's lacking the the, the, the quality. Body. Quality. That's what we're looking for. It smells a lot like fail. <laughs> it's like a watered down version of evil twin. That's what I would call it. This is a nice smooth flavor. Oh, the JP Killer over here. It's a The dragon blood is a little is a little lighter. It's lighter, easier to drink. Goes with the hot day. JP Killer is good. Yes, that's another vote for me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. Who made the dragon's blood? JP made it. And he's not here. He's not here, but he did win the official competition. It's so sad because I mean we know that you voted against him, didn't you? Uh huh. Thank you to both of you. You are so good. Why is it sad? Oh, how could he? Number two is so much better. It's so much better. <laughs> the judges had it so wrong. It's the people's choice that counts. Yeah, well, the people's choice is one thing. AHA director Gary Glass's choice is quite another. Gary, are you ready for the challenge? Do a blind. We'll make one thing fair today, and we'll have Gary Glass.
Let's do it live. All right. All right. Can we? Uh, you have a dump bucket? Okay, turn around. Right. <laughs> do you have a dump? Carrie's one comment is, do you have a dump bucket? <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, well, I know. I want to save my palate for the next one. There you go. Beer number two. All right. For Mr. Glass. Nice citrus hop nose on that one. I really like the hops on this. Is, uh, that's what you're going for with this, right? Like hoppy red is what we're aiming at. Yes. It's, it's not exactly red. You know, the appearance, it, frankly, it's not good. But the hot nose, hot flavor, I'm really digging it. Yeah, it's very cloudy. It's more brown than red. No head on that beer. You, know, you don't get to where I'm at by drinking crappy beer, you know? Uh, I'm, I'm definitely casting my vote for uh, for number two on this one. Votes for Jay. Wow. There you have it. Kate the Great tallied up the votes, and in the end, 75 for Justin and 24 for JP meant Justin won the people's choice handily. I do think it's worth mentioning that when people try JP's beer first and then Justin's, they were much more likely to vote for JP's beer than if they tried Justin's first and then went to JP's. Just saying, interpret that how you will. And now, back to our regularly scheduled program. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for sticking with us. Bevo's now in the studio taking your phone calls, 888-401-BEER, or hit the chat button on the homepage, and she's in there to take your questions and send them over to us. You can always tell when Bevo's in the studio because you immediately start hearing people hitting the microphone. <laughs> yeah, clicking. Uh, I turned it off. I was trying to shut up. <laughs> What's my target password? <laughs> I know what my target password is. It's I should be working. Uh, real quick, if you're looking for adult products or other things that adults do every day, yeah, uh, or at least once a month, uh, you can go to adamandeve.com and uh, use coupon code BNARMY, that's B-N-A-R-M-Y, and for a limited time only, you'll get uh, uh, free shipping, 50% off just about any item, uh, three free adult DVDs from all sorts of uh, different genres to choose from, you name it. There's a genre there for it. You get three of those free with your order. And then a gift uh, so sensual, we can't talk about it on the internet. So uh, go to adamandeve.com and use coupon code B-N-A-R-M-Y. And in all seriousness, I don't really know why you would go to one of those uh, creepy stores that are that's close to you and buy the creepy products that you enjoy or want to enjoy when yeah. you could sit at home in your underwear or not underwear, and do it at your computer at adamandeve.com by using coupon code BNARMY and get all that free stuff. Well, what if you wanted to hang with the goth kid uh, working the register? If you wanted to do that, then I can get it. Like, if you wanted to hit on him, yeah. for example. Yeah, with the aggressive piercings. I mean, who yeah. doesn't like that? I just yeah. want to beat him up because he's different than you. <laughs> yeah. If you want to go in there and be like, hey, uh, I like the goth section you have over there. <laughs> I go, that's the first place I go. Then he turns around and you hit him. (laughs) 
AdamandEve.com. Check it out. Use coupon code uh, BNARMY. Now, uh, as you heard at the break there, we did a little uh, follow-up segment from the Southern California Home Brewers Festival uh, that Nathan, myself, uh, Moscow, uh, Big Tim, Doc's brother, went with us, and our, uh, another couple friends, Kate the Great, and uh, Alexa came down. We all went and had a great time. Uh, Steve-O uh, joined us nice. at the party. Steve-O's a good dude. And uh, you, know thought- what he, you know what he did? He brought me my bike back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. The Schwinn you let, you lost at 12 years old? My Huffy, uh, banana seat and all. He, yeah. He brought it back. It was intact. <clears throat> yeah. It looked, pretty, it looked like the day you lost it. We all rode it around the, the field that we were camping in, and uh, Steve-O, uh, he, he was good on his word. He showed up with my bike like he said he would. He was good on his word, but he wasn't good on the bike. Dude no. went right over the front of the handlebars into the dirt. Yeah. Uh, he searched over all that morning to find another little kid to steal it from, <laughs> give it to me, but he, but he, I don't care, because I got my bike back. As long as you got yours back. Yeah. Uh, during the, the time down there at the SoCal Homebrew Festival, uh, we did uh, several beer tastings. As we told you, we were going to do a Brewcaster Challenge, uh, let the people vote tasting down there. Uh, tasty, there was, a, I will say, aside from the Brewcaster Challenge, uh, you know, I brewed a lot for the SoCal Fest this year, and Tasty didn't go down there, and, and Doc didn't make it this year. And because of that, there was a moment where three <laughs> out of the four beers that were on tap at our booth belonged to me, Tasty. Wow, you're dominating. I had this proud moment where I was like, I'm finally giving well, back to these homebrewers who have been sharing with me all these years and and representing my club. Well, that happened, was that, was that Three after, out of four beers. That was after when Nate ran out. Yes. yes. Yeah. Nate ran out, and Tasty's <laughs> ran out, and no one else had replacement beer but me. We. Uh, but that's the point: is that I brewed enough to have replacement Excellent. beer. Excellent. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I will say this also: the two dock recipes that I did, the Northern English Brown yep. and the Bitter, which I I screwed up, of course, were both much better than my Red Ale, and were pretty darn good beers. Uh, yeah, people I, like I, those. I hear reports back that uh, that that bitter you did was actually really really good. I've got a keg of all those uh, still here, so we'll get to taste them on okay, the show good. too. Uh, Can you pee on me, please? <clears throat> yeah, Can I pee on you. No. Do you want to tell me who's on the phone now? Is it's going to take me a while to do that? Okay, uh, I have I'm gonna pee on you. sour beer, Chris, and he wants. I guess you guys are talking about GMO stuff. Yeah. He has something about you guys got something wrong oh, and stuff and things. Um, I What's, really feel that the we GMO don't make mistakes, has not been properly introduced, and what you have wrong <laughs> is the following. When I have done my test tubes and... <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Who cares? Which one is he? He is line one. Hey, Sour Chris. How are you, brother? Pretty good. How are you guys doing, Brewcasters? We're doing good, thank you. What did we screw up? So... We... The uh, the the news the beer news thing where uh, Moscow introduced the genetic the uh, the new strain of barley that doesn't have that lipo oxygenase yeah so basically I, I I saw the article online and it's a random heirloom variety that doesn't have that enzyme present so it's not genetically modified. Oh, so that's right. They, they're not inserting the defective. He made it sound like they're inserting the defective enzyme into other strains. It did sound like that, but he that's did, what he, he said. He, well, no, he specified at one point in there that it's it's not genetically modified. He just had a thick accent. No, no, that's not what I'm questioning. Oh, yeah, though. but the way Chris described it is that there's an heirloom strain that they're not inserting yeah. oh, anything anywhere. Yeah, no, you're right. It did not sound like that. It sounded like they could insert this defective strain into other right, strains. That's what it sounded like. You're saying that's not the case? 
No, it's not the case. They they sifted through a whole bunch of different strains of barley and discovered this heirloom barley that does not have this enzyme present. Got it. Wow. So it's the same thing as someone being lactose intolerant. I someone see. that's lactose intolerant isn't genetically modified, right? They just well don't have the enzyme to their genetics are modified. Metabolize lactose. <laughs> We're not. not right. Yeah, you're, you're genetically modified. You're selectively, <laughs> selectively modified. Yeah. yeah, right. Okay, fair enough. So. Thank you, Chris. And by the way, yeah, have- thank you for sharing all that wonderful beer with us down at SoCal, brother. Oh no worries, no worries. My pleasure. I look forward to it every year. Good man. Hey, what brewery do you work for now? Uh, I work for Ohana Brewing Company. There you go. Look for Chris's beer. We've we've talked about his sour beers for a couple years now after the SoCal Fest. That's where we always run into him and he shares with us. And now, uh, at least soon, you'll be able to find his beers uh, at Lahana. So, uh, thanks, Chris. Not Lahana. Ohana. Ohana. There you go. That means family. Which is in Utah. Nobody left behind. Well, that was the card I I pulled out of my pocket (laughs) this morning. Hey, good to hear from you. Thanks, Chris. All right. Later. Thanks, guys. Anything else, Beef, that i got to do now? Uh, Kevin uh, has a question about when to put his stout into a barrel. All right, we'll do that uh, real quick. Kevin from Temecula, what's happening? What's going on, guys? What can we do for you? Well, I came upon this bourbon barrel, five-gallon bourbon barrel. So I had to rush and brew an Imperial Russian stout for it, of course. So I'm wondering how long before I can put this stout in the barrel. Yeah, wait till it's done fermenting and then put it in the barrel. Because you're not, you're not so, depends on what so you're trying to do. So final gravity. Yeah. When it gets to terminal, put it With in. Terminal, then put it. You're not going to ferment it in the barrel. You don't really need <coughs> no, to. That's not, that's not what the, the issue here is to try to get oak and, and a lot of bourbon into it. So, so, so the timing after I put it in the barrel is only going to be like, a couple, a couple weeks to like a month, right? Right. Uh, the main thing is get, keep get the barrel in shape before you put the beer in and possibly waste it. Yeah, it looks like it's only been empty for about a month. So yeah. I'm hoping. I'm not. I don't really want to do the water. Should I do the water thing where I fill up the hot water or anything? No, 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 no. You can steam the outside. People put them in the shower, the hot shower. Mm. There's a lot of different things you can do to it. Uh, if you think it's still all the staves are together, it's not so much that, but the, the barrel ends can can it can shrink, so the ca- that that caps, and then you're gonna lose until it uh, shrinks up. So you you can add uh, water to the outside, which will help swell the wood. And okay. Then, and okay. Then, soak the outside of the wood. I right. Yeah. The outside. It's a good idea. Rather okay. than dilute the bourbon flavor that's, that's yeah, in the barrel. Um, I, yeah, that's what I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose any no, of that flavor. I've got a rum barrel that's about to get a bunch of ice bock. Okay. And I'm going to actually put my false bottom in my boil kettle, and I'm going to steam it. Because it's been more than a couple of couple of months, so I don't trust it. Uh, and I, I'm going to try to you know kind of steam it from the outside a little bit. Okay, just by yeah, setting it right you. in your kettle. Right. Interesting. That's a good idea. Now, of course, the yeah, other thing to worry pump, about um, once you get the beer in there is since it's only a five-gallon barrel, is that you have a lot of surface area contacting the beer, mm-hmm. so you yeah. want to you want to taste it often and not forget about it, right? Like make yeah. sure it doesn't get too much. Yeah, of it. six months is not 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 a for good this. idea. No, yeah. it's no, small. even a few weeks might be too much. Yeah, especially a fresh barrel. Yeah, so I would taste it after maybe a month, three weeks, or a month. Taste a little bit of it, and then go from there. Yep. Because you've got right. so much surface there, and you're probably going to have yeah, a couple of pints of maybe rum in there, too. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. 
could be yeah, pretty it's a, it's boozy. A blue, it's a blue corn whiskey barrel, and I looked, did some research. It's, it's whiskey made with that. Uh, it's like Indian blue corn. There's so. there is a balconies. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I've got the balconies rum barrel, and I got two of them. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just make sure that, that basically it's it's sterile on the inside. You don't have to worry about that, but make sure that the all the staves are tight and, and the end caps are tight. There you go. Cool. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for all you guys out, man. Cheers, brother. Uh, all right, there you go. Uh, we got to get to some more things here. Let's wrap up the Brewcaster Challenge uh, segment here. As you heard at the break, we played some audio from the SoCal Fest. That's right. And uh, here's what we did, JP. We put both of our beers on tap, uh, yours and mine, um, and we put out a Brewing Network warhead with uh, a label red number one and red number two mm-hmm. on there. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It was not a blind taste for the most part. Some people asked for that, and we did that. Otherwise, I was heckling and yelling at everybody who came and tasted the beers. Right. Uh, so some people, uh, most people knew this one's JP's, this one's mine. I think we might have even put the names out there. You know, Number one is JP Killer, number two, whatever it was. So lots of heckling, lots of yelling, as you heard in the, uh, uh, in the uh, audio segment there. And would you like the results of the... I heard the results. You did? Yeah, yes. I, I said it at the end of the clip. Oh, you gave the yep. numbers? Yep. Oh, I didn't hear you do the numbers, too. Yeah. It was, what was it? 74 to 25 was the final, I believe? 75 to 24. Oh, there you go. 75 to 24. Somebody was undecided? Uh, somebody, yeah, there's one person undecided in, in favor of my red ale. Right. Now, of course, this has no bearing on the competition, as, as I stated, but there were some things that I noticed. Uh... One, by the time we had traveled the 500 miles or so down there, um, my beer was carbonated. <laughs> so yeah. there was, yeah. that, was, that was one big difference. Mm-hmm. I think also with the Biofine uh, that I used, and I didn't transfer off the Biofine, even though mine was, was cloudy um, and not, still not looking at, at its best, I think it traveled better than yours. Yours was more milky by the time we got down there. Hmm. Whatever was in there had really gotten all up in there, mm-hmm. and uh, it it was more than just like a cloudy homebrew. So I think that the the travel affected yours adversely. Hmm. Uh, you know, sitting in a well, Volks- you- Volkswagen bus for two days traveling <laughs> right. on its well, way down yeah. there, and the fact that you had to buy a fine in there, yours is going to set a lot quicker. Just setting it in and placed and serving it, it's going to. Well, that's out. a good point because we also got there um, early Friday during the day, and then they both sat there, and I kept them both cold and and did the whole. I treated them both the same way uh, down there, but I just think that that uh, yours just traveled a little little worse than mine. Shame on both of you for not but, racking it to a new keg before you even brought it down. And I and I will agree with that. And and that's another thing I noticed that even though I, I do think I did say it actually during the judging here that mm-hmm. I still felt mine was a better beer. Right. But that I understood why it was judged accordingly. Mm-hmm. I think mine after another week or so of aging, I still re, I, I it reinforced that I thought mine was a better beer. However, I still fully believe that you should have, and you did, win the competition. Because if we're looking for the better brewer, you did the things that a better brewer would do to get that beer here to be to be judged well. Mm-hmm. Some of the simple ones clearly are, are carbonating the beer uh, properly, which I, which I didn't do. Uh, I think your serving temperature. I mean, I just think there were a number of things that a good brewer does before his beer is judged um, that you did. So, uh, in other words, what I'm saying is, despite the fact that I think my beer is better now, a couple weeks later, mm-hmm. you won that challenge fair and square at, with the 
with the way you should have. You know, you did the things a good brewer does, and I think that's part of the brewcaster <laughs> challenge is us figuring out right. What do you do to make a good beer? What are the things that you do? Uh, I didn't even put goddamn Warflock in my beer. You know, (laughs) I forgot some of these things. So when it showed up here on that day, you know, mine was the cloudier one than yours. Uh, Mine did not have good head retention at all. Part of that was that it was low in carbonation. The other part, I think, was maybe something I might have done to the recipe there, uh, too. So uh, appearance-wise and delivery-wise and preparing the best beer possible for the judges, you, you sure as hell did. So even though, uh, like I said, I, I'm just I'm more reinforcing that even though the people's choice was it was nice for me to see that because I did believe I made a good beer and I liked. Although you could hear plenty of audio there that people were just voting for the lesser of two evils, um, uh, there were also plenty of people who liked it, mm-hmm. and that I liked that reinforcement. But at the same time, it still reinforced that you brewed the better beer at, at judging time. So. Once again, the the final final of the first round of the Brewcaster Challenge uh, is that JP was the winner through and through, and he deserved it. Um, so there you have it. That's that. Yeah, the, the, the public preferred your beer, but it was public that sounded like this. Number two is so much better. <laughs> <laughs> I did wait till late in the day. I was like, ah, oh, we'll pour it later. Another two hours. Another two hours. No, none of that was deliberate. But we did pour it later in yeah. the day and. It was nice. We got a great crowd coming over. Good. I didn't even know that Gary Glass was a speaker down there for the event. So oh, I should yeah. have told you that, sir. He showed up. He tapped me on the shoulder. And like I do all day, I just turn around. I'm like, hey, bro, what's happening? And, I turn back, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, shit, Gary. <laughs> and um, we got him in on it, as you hear in the audio yeah. there. And that was fun to do. And uh, it was a lot of fun. It Good. made me think that if it's possible, we might just need to look at how we're scheduling these things. I almost think there should always be a people's choice component to the Brewcaster Challenge. Yeah, it did. It was a, a whole, lot of fun. Had a whole uh, different dimension to it, didn't it? And maybe you know, figure out a way to to make that count uh, into the into the to the judging of it in the future. I don't know how we're going to make that always work because it's not like we're going to events every week. But we can take it to like a home brew club meeting around here. Yeah, or, home or, there you go. Or uh, the national, <laughs> just make it. We could definitely cut do it, it at NHC. Cut, yeah. cut, it, cut it down to like 10 people because yeah. we can bring some, you know, 22 ounces or whatever it is. Yeah. And just cut it down, make a segment out of it, and just 10 people or something. It's super fun uh, to do it. And I think it's fun for the listeners, too, because they got to taste these beers that we've been talking about for, you know, six yeah. weeks or something. So it did make me think we should figure out a way to do it. Number two is so much better. <laughs> and I had to pay her to say that, too. Say it yeah, like that. <laughs> uh, anyway, a lot of fun. And with that, it brings us to announcing round two of Uh the Brewcaster Uh Challenge. Now, the Brewcasters don't really know uh, who they're up against uh, or or what beer they're brewing. I'm afraid. Um, But we have decided, the committee has decided on the next round of challengers. Okay. And the Brewcaster Challenge, round number two, will be done by... Hold on. Very important. Tasty and Nathan Smith. Oh, Ooh, I dodged that bullet, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, this was a Nobody tough one. Nobody wanted to take on Tate Nader. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was a tough one for us to decide because we do have a you know a, a trifecta with the Tasty Nate and Doc, uh, you know, brewing prowess there. But um, we decided to go with Nathan against Tasty, and we have a a pretty good idea of who Doc's going to go against too. We've got two brewers in Moscow? mind. Uh, no, no, we've got Moscow all sorted out. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a great one. And we think I haven't decided. You're you're up against one of two people. I'm I'm still trying to 
I'm figuring it out. But it's also going to be, gonna be real, a, isn't it? It's also going to be a good challenge. Uh, All right. But we thought that that Tasty and Nathan are a good fit. Uh, we wanted to keep things exciting. Put two good brewers against each other. Um, the beer. Now you'll remember, maybe Tasty, that at the end of the last uh, Brewcaster Challenge, after the judging, we decided that a rule should be that it's a BJCP style. Not like how we just did it where it's a hoppy right. red ale. Because the judges, it, not that their votes counted, they had a difficult time um, figuring out how to judge it. I also think in some ways it made JP and I's beer difficult to compare against each other. Now, sure, there's a way to do it just by calling it a best-in-show beer, but we thought it would be closer and more educational if we picked a BJCP style. So we kind of narrowed things down a little bit that way. Uh, that still gives us tons of styles to brew, right? Uh we also wanted to pick styles that aren't necessarily in the brewer's wheelhouse, which for me was any fucking beer on earth. So the red <laughs> ale was, was fine. Uh, but, you know, for Tasty and, and Doc and Nate, that's a little tougher. So uh, what we decided on dun, dun, dun. <laughs> is that you guys are going to brew a wit beer. You've each got to brew a wit beer. Okay. Have you brewed one before, Tasty? Uh, yeah, long, okay. a long time ago. Okay. And I think I had to kind of rack my brain a little bit, too. Nathan has brewed them as well. But he's done like a Brett style. Like, he tends to mess with them. So we thought it would still be a good way. You guys are brewing a BJCP wit beer to style. You can do any recipe you want. You can do it however you want. Just know that that's that's the the realm that you're in. Okay. And, we, you know, we can't give you guys the hoppy beers. We can't give you the, you know, the American brown. Shit, we can't even give give the two of you a a pale ale because that's right in your zone. Um, So we think that the two of you good brewers are going to produce some great wit beers. And that's your challenge. Now, Nathan couldn't be here tonight, so we don't have the exact timeline. We got to figure out, you know, when you guys are. It's up to you when you can brew. Uh, We'd like to get it done pretty quick. So, uh, an email will go out. I didn't even uh, tell Tasty or Nathan before the show because we want it to be a surprise. Um, I'll send you guys a message and you guys can help me narrow yeah, it. As long as we start about the same time, that'll make sure. Exactly. Because it's a beer, and Doc's going to teach us all about wit beer today. It's a beer that, we can, that you can do in a relatively short period of time. It's a great summer beer. And so, based on your schedules, yeah, if you, we'll try to get you guys brewing on the same day. Uh, or at least within a couple days of each other, and then um, get that coming in here soon. I'm kind of booked till June, but I could maybe sneak it in. Okay, that's all right. We'll work it out. Quit right. your job. Because in the meantime, we've got plenty to talk about. There's some shit yeah. talking to be done. Uh, <laughs> two of the nice. Like, I'm going to shit talk about a whip beer. All right. <laughs> well, you you got to shit talk about uh, Nate. Uh, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say about Nate? And what is Nate going to say about anybody else? And, yeah, well, you don't even listen to good death metal. I don't know what he is. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, but I think it's going to be a fun challenge. I think round two is going to be a good time. Yeah, I agree. You know, so there you go, boys. Nathan, let the games begin. V tasty and the Brewcaster challenge. Um, dun, dun, dun. yeah, number two. Any numbers on the current line? Is what's what's going on out there? Is there uh... This is a tough line. Yeah, it is. What do you think, Moscow? Ah, God, it's like dead even. Well, I, I would give it. I would way. give it slightly to Nate because I think Nate has more experience with that style, and because the, all Tasty Brews is brown ale, right? Yeah. So, like West Coast happy hoppy beers, yeah. Which yeah, I, I would give it to Nate. I mean, yeah, you, you, you have to pull this one back a little bit. I, don't I, can, think, I can rise to that, though. I can. I can. Uh, 
You know. With your logic, I don't think it's so much that Nathan has brewed this style more. It's that he brews a variety a versatile of brewer, styles yeah, exactly. more than... Yeah, yeah he would understand the, that yeast that he would use more than I would. Exactly. Tasty's yeah. got his wheelhouse really yeah. dialed in, but Nate's versatile. So I would say right. maybe like five to four for Nate. Can you look up the wit BJCP description for me, JP? Of course. Um, now, keep in mind, though, that Tasty had a bunch of... Uh, What's that stupid show that they do for us? Oh, can you brew it? Thank you. Uh, you did all the, you did. Can you brew it for? I almost for forgot years. The and only you, one in the room who remembers it at that show. <laughs> and you had to brew different styles for that no, one. No, yeah, I'm used to that. I'm used to that aspect of it. So you've got. But I was sort of selective that they they said the tenant to be in my wheelhouse. That's true. Yeah. 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 Here, brew this. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and it, I'm, I'm saying it's super close because of what you just said. I mean, yeah. given that Nate is a fantastic brewer, oh. and especially at Whip Beers, we've had amazing Nate Whip Beers, maybe six to five for Nate. I mean, it's close. It's, well, it's, I can it's see a, him having advantage. It's a pretty this, even line. This is also a wide category. Yeah. It's a, it's a wide category. This Is, is ba- it? Okay. It's basically, you know, an herb beer. Okay. And... There's a lot of different interpretations on this thing. I have that up if you want. Should there be a side bet that one or both brewers doesn't live till the end of the competition? <laughs> and we, if, because whoa, 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 <laughs> well, because if the that's another side bet we got going. Yeah, buddy. I feel like if the line is even, I need a little action here, Tasty. I need to be able to go like, well, okay, fine. If it's six to five on the line, it's eight to one that Nathan's the only one who lives till the end of it. Uh, I see. <laughs> well, yeah, because we. You gotta have a payoff if something doesn't end. (laughs) There also could be another side bet, like how many fans that have breasts that belong to a female are waiting for each individual's brew, you know, beer. The Tasty's up on that one. He's got more female fans, I think. Oh well, that's there's no line there because it's just a guarantee. It's like a hundred zero in Tasty's favor. (laughs) That he's got. Well, maybe. I mean, you know, uh, Nate doesn't have the freedom to necessarily explore. Oh, that's true. And or cull that herd because he's got. Oh, a, yeah, yeah, he can do. That. Got right. the old ball and chain. Right. I see what you're he's getting. He's in at. a committed relationship. <laughs> oh, or, or that. Yeah. We called that too. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, JP. Why don't you read us the uh, wit beer description? Uh, you want everything, aroma, appearance, all that kind of stuff? No, nah, just get the main thing. The main isn't there like a main paragraph? Overall impression. Overall impression is a refreshing, elegant, tasty, moderate strength wheat based ale. Uh, but the aroma is moderate sweet, uh, light grainy spice, wheat aromatics, bit of tartness, moderate perfumey coriander, complex herbal spicy or peppery notes in the background, moderate zest, no diacetyl, uh, vegetal, celery, or ham-like aromas are inappropriate, which I would have thought, you know, wit beer is heavy on ham, but... Me too. What do I know? <laughs> yeah, it's like Hawaiian food. Yeah. Uh, apparent, very <laughs> pale straw to very light gold. Uh, beer will be cloudy from starch, haze, and or yeast. It gives, it gives it milky, whitish, blah, blah, blah. Oh, see, I could have yeah. done that style. This would have been perfect yeah. for you. <laughs> Uh, flavor. Pleasant sweetness, often with honey and or vanilla characters. Zesty orange, citrus fruit. Refreshingly crisp and dry, with uh, often tart finish. Optionally has a very light lactic sourness. Herbal <laughs> spicy flavors, which may include coriander and other spices are common. Should be subtle and balanced. Mouth feels medium light to medium body, having a smoothness and light creaminess from unmalted wheat and the occasional <laughs> oats. Uh, comments. The presence, character, and degree of spicing and lactic sourness varies. Mm. Overly spiced and or sour beers are not good examples of the style. Coriander of certain origins might give an inappropriate ham or celery character. Mm. The beer tends to be fragile and does not age well, so younger, fresher, properly handled examples are most desirable, like women. Should not be served from a can of Spam. Right. 
Most examples seem to be approximately 5% ABV. Um, what are the commercial examples? Uh, Hogarten Wit, St. Bernardus Blanche, mm. Salis White, Vivu 5. I don't even know if that's a real word. Uh-huh. Uh, Salis White's good beer. Brugge's Tarwa Beer. Um, Great White is another one. Okay. Winter Lake, uh, Allagash White, Blanche de Brooks, Omegang Wit, Avery White Rascal, Unibrow Blanche de Chambly, Sturkin's White Ale, Bell's Winter White Ale, Victory Whirlwind Beer, Hitachino Nest Ale. So what would you? What did you say? Yeah. Uh, uh, great White. That is not a classic yeah, example of uh, style. It's all over the board on those. Okay. So, what about Blue you Moon? You say it is an example. Blue, Blue Moon is it's an not example? in the BJCP. Right? It's no, not in the BJCP. Blue Moon is not in the BJCP. I but, but I think it's a good representation of the style. Yes, it is. Okay. It, it's it's on one one end of it. Yeah. So. Yeah, JP and I were talking about that in the planning meeting for this, and I, I didn't think it was. Um, what would you call Blue Moon? Shit. Well, well or, or shock. It's top. in style, though. Or but what like kind that. of shit? But it's in style. And that's what JP, I mean, I ended yeah. up saying, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, if it is in style, I'm just surprised, I guess. Yeah. I think it's it's a good example of style. I think it tastes good. For good go-to in a pinch shit. Yeah, mm, right. I don't like, I don't, I don't like that style. On first date. I don't, I don't like that words style, nice but... But um, I think it's a good representation of that style. Like, I don't like uh, Budweiser, right. but they're a good representation of the style that they built. Yeah, no, I would. So, I would. My argument wasn't about that. I agree with the Budweiser. Yeah, yeah. Argument. I'm just. I'm. I just fighting everybody else. I, guess. I just didn't even think it was within the style, but um, I guess it is. So yeah. Um, okay, so there you go. It's it's Wit beer, uh, and and Doc's going to talk to us. You know, Tasty, you might want to take some notes. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm listening. <laughs> What have you poured for? This isn't a whippy you poured for. No, us, that, that's uh, a, a first impression of the Dortmunder. Oh, okay. Oh, and I got a hands down to this freaking warhead. I take hands it, down, like I, thumbs I take, down, or I've, no hands down. Oh, it's this, this is awesome. Down? I've uh, taken this thing everywhere. Okay. On the way over here, this thing was flinging around the Hummer. Yeah. <laughs> but blam the one's like, but blam it. We're pouring beer out of it, and it's still cold. And, and it poured nice, right? Yes, it did. I uh, I filled ours with uh, fifteen hundred on the way to SoCal. And it, uh, we drove halfway down in the Volkswagen, camped, drove the rest of the way, not on ice, got there, cold, carbonated, and awesome. Yeah. It doesn't it, even make sense. How could I that know. be? Yeah. And, you know, this, Magic. For, for as much as this thing was flinging around, I'm checking yeah. around to see if it was leaking at all. None. Yeah, they're actually genetically modified. It's uh, <laughs> the... No, they're just born that way, man. <laughs> all right. Tell us about uh, wit beer from the doc perspective. Okay, so basically a wit beer is a wheat beer. Okay. It's just another form of uh, a heavy wheat beer. Uh, like most wheat beers, you want to drink it pretty soon after you're going to ferment it. So it's not it's something you're going to be aging very long or any of that. It's, okay. it, it's for a lot of reasons, but just the wheat alone. So uh, just kind of the, the breakdown. Like you said, it's going to be a medium uh, strength. So uh, your OG is going to be around 1050, 1052 Okay. It'll, it'll probably be around 10, 12, 10, 13 when you're done. Uh, it's going to be cloudy, or it should be cloudy. And surprised that it's not drier than that, than a 10, 12, um, or 10, no, 13. Because you, you really don't want it to be. It's going to have a lot of things in it. Okay. You can get it drier, but it has a tendency to be kind of flat yeah. at that point. You, you, it's got a lot of... Uh, Starch additives. It's got a lot of things in it. The um, the starches from the. It's going to have oats in it. It's going to have a couple other things in there. Okay. So you're not going to lose it 
on that. But okay. it's also it's it's an herb beer. You're gonna have a lot of herbs in it, so you need to balance that kind of stuff out with some sweetness. I see. Okay. You're gonna give it a little backbone. Uh, so, um, it's good. Let's let's just go uh, over kind of what's in it. Uh, you're gonna have in, in my recipe. It's about oh. 30% wheat is what I use, or 30, 32% wheat-ish. And the rest is going to be Pilsner malt, which, or, which is going to be, not the rest, but about 50% Pilsner malt. Uh, I throw some Munich malt in there. It gives, gives some color, some body to it. Uh, some flake barley. I like that for a little extra roastiness, a little bar, a little bit of kind of oomph to it. Okay. And it's, gonna, it's really all the classic styles are going to have uh, flaked oats in it. Oats are going to give it uh, a lot of mouthfeel, kind of an oily, kind of slick, kind of taste to it. Mm. Uh, it really adds to the body, and that that pretty much makes up the grist. Okay, and all, that's more complex than I thought. I thought all of the the complexity would come from the herbs, but that's no, a pretty. It's, it's it's not. It's not like a half of ice. Okay, so it's not like that. One trick I use to get it cloudy is right at the end of the boil, I'll put in a tablespoon of flour. Huh. Just a dump, dump. to keep it cl- because otherwise, what are you relying on for the cloudiness? Uh, mostly the oats, okay, and, and some other kind of things in there. But it's and and the yeast doesn't flock you so well. But if you really want to have it do well and you want to have it, make sure it stays cloudy. Stays yeah. cloudy. I, I put about a tablespoon of just raw white flour, kunk, right Got at it. the end, right right at knockout, and it's it's going to give it that starch that's not going to drop out. Okay. Can I add a, a storage trick that maybe, I guess probably everybody knows, but it was a bartender thing. It, you know, when we got Wood, Widmer half and some other halves, we always stored the kegs upside down mm-hmm. until we put them on tap. Really? And yeah. then we yeah. then you flip them right side up and you put it on tap. And for example, you know, just uh, Tasty or Nate could do it the, the morning of, mm-hmm. right? They could have it upside down. The morning they're going to bottle it, they could flip it, and then yeah. it's going to be cloudy, right? You're going to have some stuff in there. Yeah, you, you can't count on that for if you. It won't stay if you're if you're doing that in a competition. By the yeah. time it's going to sit there for a week or two. You're right. I only say that because yeah. they're bringing it here the day of. But you're right. If you were sending that to NHC, well, yeah, no, it's it's yeah. not going to be cloudy. But there's some okay. Yeah, there's, you know, there's clouding. You can Flower. get a cloudy agent. But the fl- judges will typically roll the bottles on a style like that before they judge them. Yeah, mm. yeah. If they mm-hmm. know what they're doing, or the, at least the stewards will do that because okay. it's supposed to be cloudy. Does the does the flower only contribute visually? You yes. can't pick up any taste. Or anything? Not really. Now it's not not at one tablespoon, which is similar to how flour is used in, in braising and, and, and a bunch of ways that you cook with it too. Yeah. You you add it for a little bit of body, and it, it does thicken it, things it, up. It, it basically, you know. it's a st- a starch, and we're we're not converting the starch; it's un unconverted starch. Ah. So long chain kind of things in there. Okay, so that that one works pretty good. As far as bittering, uh, you're gonna want to have it below twenty. Depending on you know how how strong the beer or how much you're going to spice it, you kind of play with that a little bit. If you're going to spice it heavy, with I'll, I'll talk about what it is in a minute. Uh, then you're going to want to have uh, your IBUs a little bit higher. Okay. If you want a little on, on the sweeter side, it's, but I, around twenty or below, between fifteen and twenty. Okay. That's where I like to keep it. That's low. And so you're going to get most of your bidding bittering from I like Northern Brewer because it's kind of just a flat, bittering, nice, 
doesn't add a lot of things to it. Neutral. It's neutral. What is North? Isn't Northern Brewery a derivative or something? It's like the American version of, of another, or is that not? Am I mixing that? Because in other words, I wouldn't expect that a traditional wit would use a Northern Brewer, right? No, they're, they're going to want to use something like a Perlay. Okay. Which is another one of my go to bittering, bittering hops. But it, you like the neutrality of the Northern right. Brewer. Right. Okay. Um, and I think when I'd made this one up, I think Perlay was getting a little hard to get. Okay. Yeah, but I, I, Perlay is one of my go to bittering for any of my european kind of beers okay and then i go into uh tetanang tetanager uh for uh two different uh additions one at 30 minutes one at 15 and nothing nothing at the finish so we're okay. not, not going to do that one uh all the spices are going to come in at the end which is pretty much as soon as you turn the flame off okay uh Sweet orange peel is what I like. They have bitter orange peel. I've never had a good time with that one. Mm. Uh, I like sweet orange peel much better. Uh, if you really want to, you can get into uh, different kinds of citrus fruits. Yeah. And you only want to use the outside peel. Okay. And you need you need, zest, you, you need you need to zest it. The, the, the white part underneath, yeah. it's just going to be nasty and bitter. You really don't want that. So you get a, a, a zester which kind of peels the outside off of it. So are you buying a fresh orange? To yes, do that? I'm buying either a fresh orange. I've used tangerines. I've used grapefruits. Okay. I've used everything out there and tried to do that. Make sure you start early because zesting takes a while. Oh, I'm just going to do it at the end. It doesn't, you, you won't get at the end. Because how much do you need for a you know 10-gallon or 5-gallon batch, for um, example, whatever? Enough. You'll see, because a lot of it boils off. But what I mean is, you're saying it takes a long time. Is that because you're doing a Ziploc bag full of it, or, or yeah, what? Yeah, pretty much. So, like okay. 20 oranges, 25 uh, In 20 gallons, I've used 20 oranges. 20. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see you standing there. Oh, so. and, you know, and I, I got started late, and I'm like, oh, God, this sucks. Would, would, would so an orange a gallon be a good... Yeah, an orange or two a gallon, depends on how big it is. Uh, you can get dried sweet orange peel. I like that, too. And then, but that is the whole peel with the white part yeah, in it, right? Unfortunately. So, so when you do it that way, you're putting it all in there. Yeah, and so it, you kind of just <coughs> roll with how much you want in. You have to experiment a little bit on that one. If I'm buying a fresh orange, what variety is an example of a sweet orange? A uh, navel or uh, tangerines. I really like. Okay. Or tangelos, but it's all that. It's only outside. So yeah, you, you've got these naked looking things. You just kind of strip the skin off of them all. What about cuties? Where do cuties fall? Uh, cuties in will the, work. Uh, okay. It's a, it's, they're checking. little. It takes a lot of them. Those are mandarin orange. <laughs> yeah. Right? They are? Um, okay. One of the secret things is, is chamomile. Okay. Uh, you can get the, you can get raw chamomile from uh, basically herb stores or uh, chamomile tea and tea bags. Open those up. Okay. That'll all work. And, you know, a quarter ounce in five gallons is pushing it. Uh, it gets a little bit flowery. Some people like it more than others, uh, but that's kind of where you, where you want to be. Then you get into the coriander seed. Mm-hmm. There's different kinds of coriander. Uh, there's the kind you get in the in the grocery store, which can get celery like. Okay. And then there's Indian coriander, and that's you can get from. Yeah, the Indian store. Yeah, uh, or, it's on every corner. Yeah, well, Seven <laughs> Eleven, you mean, right? Well, right by yeah. the turkey store, but, we can buy Turkish things. <laughs> that or you know, it's any ethnic store will have it. It's just a, it's racist. It's, it's bigger uh, kernels. All right, thing. I usually I don't just throw those in. I I 
crunch them up. I use a coffee grinder, those little brawn coffee grinders. It zings them up, and, and it it really smells very citrusy. All right, and and, and that's the way you got it. Just right at the end, and then you put that in there. Now, is this one that you have to be careful with? That if you go too much, or oh yeah, any of these is you got to even the orange peel. You mm-hmm. got to okay, yeah. But mo- right. mostly, I would say the chamomile. You got more leeway, uh, but it can get very flowery. All right, uh, the coriander you can get very citrusy, and it really can come through. So you got less leeway, right? Okay, mm-hmm. and it, it will mellow out here and there. But uh, it's also a wheat beer, so you got to kind of drink it within a month. Okay. Uh, one, one, and then as far as the yeast, uh, the wit yeast is great. Just uh, the White Labs wit. Yeah. Yeah. One caveat: don't split the batch and uh, try uh, the wit yeast on something else because it just doesn't work. I see. And don't try uh, just a, a, a 001 on on this wort. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? What's wrong with it? It, it just it, it does not give that extra factor to it. And I've tried, I'm have tried. i going to split this up, and I had some 001, and I put that for half the batch. Oh, <laughs> oh God, it was horrible. You need the yeast flavors. You need the yeast flavor. That It's a big component. All right. It's not just like, oh, I can do it with anything else. It, this, this yeast actually really is a big yeast component to it and where the 001 is very neutral okay and it was just the whole other side of the coin and i couldn't even drink it it was just not that it was bad it's just like the flavors did not meld well together yeah and it didn't nothing was counteracting anything else that makes sense all right it's like i was drinking perfume so use that white labs wit yeast yeah just stay stick with a wit yeast uh, don't try to change off of anything else off of that. As far as the water profile, um, you're pretty pretty much with a, a a mellow pale kind of profile, which is about uh, 50 parts per million calcium, maybe 15 of magnesium. Keep the uh, sodium you can pump up a little bit because you want it a little sweeter, so you get that up to you know 50. Uh, so keep the sulfates low because you really don't want to really make it sharp. Uh, chloride, you can kind of keep that. Up. You can get that up there about forty. Uh, the bicarbonates, keep that low. It's a it's a very pale beer, so keep that low too. All right, um, you know, below fifty if you can. Okay. Tasty, are you going to be upset that you don't get to filter and or uh, biofine this beer? Uh, it's going to feel unnatural to you, isn't well, it? Well, I'm going to uh, biofine it, filter it, then I'll add the flour. <laughs> you, yeah, you are still going to Teach do Bob. Yeah, to taste, to, to each taste, bottle, to or to, to look, I suppose, yeah. Hey, now, don't tell Nate this, though, but I'm going to do a tincture on the spices, so... Now I don't care how you it. put it in there, as I'm, long as you know what the spices are. I'm oh. glad that you bring that up, because that's a question I had. Hopefully he's not going to listen to this. Yeah, yeah, we're he on, does. We're on he break. Won't. He won't just listen. To nah, it's not going. But someone will tell him. Just whisper it. Whenever you have to say anything, just whisper All it. Right, then he he'll won't. never hear. Because, like you said, a tea takes out the guesswork. Right? You you can do any of these combinations that Doc is saying are sensitive yeah. before you add it to the beer. Yeah, if it doesn't end up chamomile, just make some tea and throw it in there and dump it in there. All right. And that is is that's well after fermentation. Or, well, on you the know, cold side, when yeah. it's done, yeah, I yeah. can do it in bottling. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So, would, w- what reason is there to add the spices then at the or add a lot of spices at the end of the boil? Like, wouldn't you just want to do real light, and then if it's you know you taste it after primary, and it doesn't have enough orange, you can add orange peel to the secondary. Because or? a real brewer knows how to do it well, in the boil taste. It's, well, it's, it's traditional. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
Uh, traditional. Yeah, that's what, and that's really it's what I'm saying. It's basically traditional, and that's the way they've yeah, done it. And, and if you, if you, as soon as you put it in, you smell a lot of it. That's all lost. So it's all going away. And depending on your system, I can't tell you how much to put in there because if you put it in there a little bit early and all the steam, you've got a big steam back coming up. Yeah. You're going to lose a lot of it. So I can't tell you how much to put in there. That's why this Not is a even good a guideline. That's why this is no. a good style yeah. for two uh, brewers who know their system really well, like Tasty and Nathan, I think, because. Um, you know, you guys, you got it almost dialed in. You're still a little guesswork if you're not brewing this beer a lot, but you know how much is going to blow off, you know how much things like that, you know. Yeah. It's going to be good. Or you re- treat it kind of like hops. You put whatever you're going to put in right at the end, yeah. you, you know how much you're going to lose. And I put that lid on real quick so that... Uh, you got to keep all the DMS in there. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> It'll clean up later. <laughs> sure. <laughs> if not, we'll be done with it. Yeah. All right. And is that wit beer? What about what about temperatures in that fermentation? Is this uh, one you do higher? No, no, no. I like it. I like it's in the in the low sixties, like sixty two. Wow. Yeah, I like it clean. Okay, but I, you still want the yeast to contribute flavor. The, the yeast will, and they do fine at sixty two, sixty three. Okay. Uh, it does not. You know, you're gonna throw off a lot of esters, stuff you really don't want in there in the sixty eight range. Got it. And those would be banana clove. Yes, pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's not not like a, a hefeweizen yeast. But you're going to get things you you don't want. You want a clean kind of a, a taste coming through, but but you want to have your spices in there and not so the much right, not not overridden by the yeast. This might be why I don't mind a good wit beer, but I I don't care how good the half is. I I don't really like it. I don't want the banana or clove and things like that. So might be why I like wit beer is okay. Although I've had some that are a little too on the spicy side, Blue Moon. Uh, and and then I'm like, uh, uh, I if I wanted well, if I wanted carbonated tea, I'd have had tea. Well, that's through the soda machine that's on television. Well, yeah, it's it's kind of like called. a a mimosa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is that is that a common mistake with whipped beer? People ferment too hot because it's like a Belgian yeah. style, and they think yeah. they need to. Yeah, it's not like a like a Trappist yeast where you can go 74 with it, which when you really want to have that ahead. What if you ferment it too cold? What happens? I, it just Go slow, and you might not get down to terminal gravity. Uh, I wouldn't go much below sixty-two. I have, but uh, it just—it's a cleaner two, three degrees between sixty-two and sixty-five is a big difference between you know, that and sixty-eight, sixty-nine. Yeah, a couple of two tree will get you every time. <laughs> you know, tasty. Any questions? <laughs> uh, no, scribbling uh, notes I, over I, there like yeah, a mad. Yeah, I got this all written down. <laughs> Well, I'm excited about this challenge. I think they're going to be good beers to try. So uh, we'll get together with Nate. What about? Uh, did we miss the grain bill, or did I? Did I? They did. Got the whole thing. Oh, great! Yeah, great! Yeah, I you... must have had an out of body experience. <laughs> I, I can go over it again if you want. Uh, uh, no, no, I don't know. Thank why you. Why not go over it again for you? <laughs> We're good. I got to sure. go to break. I can do that. I got to go to break right, anyway. Um, so, all right, Doc, that is a fantastic description of Whitbeer. I yep. only wish you were here to give details of the first round of the Brewcaster Challenge. but <laughs> It wouldn't have helped. <laughs> it might not, yeah. <laughs> all the things were... You did, well, you didn't ask. It was all the obvious things. <laughs> like, you didn't put in there, and then, Tasty, when you show up with your beer, make sure it's carbonated. <laughs> uh, and, and, also, and Tasty, don't ride your bike to work on a hot day with the beer rolling around in the back. <laughs> uh, and Tasty's like, I don't see why those aren't in your description, yeah, Doc. Yeah, really. So, really, the 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 amounts for the spices are just whatever. Oh, that's really that's well. That, my, there's no guideline at all, like an ounce. Well, okay, my my. Uh, they gave a guideline for orange peel. Yeah, uh, and and then the, the chamomile. I've got 
about three quarters of an ounce for my, my 20 gallon kind of thing. So okay. about a quarter of that. Uh, coriander's one ounce at 24 gallons. So you get about 20, uh, about 0.25 ounces for a quarter ounce for the, ca- for the coriander. And the sweet orange peel, you know, it, it's tough to put too much in there or to put too little. Right. Uh, so you, you got a lot more leeway with, with the orange peel. And I've done the bitter orange peel in combination with the, with the sweet orange peel. Mm-hmm. It all comes down to that big variable and what you like. Okay. And uh, the, the thing with the coriander, the coriander is very citrusy. Yeah. So that all plays into the act of it, too. So it depends on how uh, uh, fresh that coriander is, okay, and how well you crush it up. Some people will crush it with you know a bottle, you know, like they used to do with you know the, the malt, or um, but if you, I use a coffee grinder, it just chops it up, and the whole place smells. So it really brings it out, if yeah, you're pulverizing. Yeah, it. it does. And you pull it out, and you just throw that in there, and, and that really plays along with the whole citrus factor. Okay, all right, cool. All right, it sounds good. That's your Brewcaster Challenge. Tasty and Nate doing a wit beer. we got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to the boys from GrogTag. Go check out grogtag.com, and you'll see what we're talking about. But great labels, and uh, the Brewcasters here did some of their own custom labels to talk about. So hang in there, and we'll be right back with GrogTag. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. There's an app on the iPhone for just about everything, including beer, apps for finding a pint of beer, apps that look like you're drinking a pint of beer, and now there's an app for brewing a pint of beer. Introducing BrewPal, the most all-inclusive beer brewing app for professionals and hobbyists that fits in your pocket and goes wherever you do. Recipe formulation that can be imported and exported with a customizable database. Mash and sparge calculations, yeast pitching rates, carbonation tables, and more. Available right now for less coin than a pound of grain. See BrewPal in action at brewpal.info and download it for your iPhone at a special introductory price right now. BrewPal, all the brewing software you need right in your pocket. Are you a member of the American Homebrewers Association? Well, you should be. Members of the AHA can focus on brewing beer, and the AHA takes care of the rest. The American Homebrewers Association advocates on behalf of homebrewers like you to legalize the hobby in all 50 states and make sure that beer laws make sense. Plus, there are many great benefits that come with your AHA membership, like AHA member deals that give you awesome deals at bars, restaurants, breweries, and more. Zymergy Magazine and E. Zymergy for tons of articles, how-tos, easy-to-follow recipes, and news about the hobby you love, and access to the members-only content on homebrewersassociation.org. But the AHA can't do it without your support. Join today so the American Homebrewers Association can keep fighting for your homebrewing rights. Visit homebrewersassociation.org or join now from the homepage of the Brewing Network website. Relax. Don't worry. It's the American Homebrewers Association. 
Hi, I'm Jason Harris, the proud owner here at Keystone Homebrew Supply. We're thrilled to be entering our 20th year of supplying this great industry. And to show you, the Brewing Network Army, how much we appreciate your support, we're offering you 10% off your first order on our website, keystonehomebrew.com. Just use coupon code BNARMY at checkout, and I'll get your order out the same day. My goal at Keystone Homebrew Supply has always been to have a complete supply of everything a brewer could want. When you place your order online or when you come into our store, it's our goal to have everything on your list and more. One aspect of KeystoneHomebrew.com that we're really excited about is the ability to fulfill customers' exact grain bills. Do you hate to wait? Keystone Homebrew Supply can get your precious yeast and hops to you within just one day if you live between Connecticut and Virginia and within two days east of the Mississippi. KeystoneHomebrew.com I'm Jason Harris and I approve this message. Ah, tin, huh? Getting tired of that same old handcrafted beverages day after day? Are you looking for something with more diversity than your normal beer? Fellow BN Army member Michael Fairbrother, owner of Moonlight Meadery, is reviving an entire beverage category. Mead! The meads at Moonlight Meadery are all handcrafted from the finest honey on the market and are perfect for any occasion, like weddings, baby showers, or... Excuse me? Mead is not your average girly drink, mister, and Moonlight Meads can be enjoyed anytime, anywhere. Football games with the guys. Yeah. Barbecues with the guys. Yeah. Operating power tools with the guys. Yeah. Um, actually, sir, that's really dangerous. Good point, son. Next time you have something to celebrate or are just looking for a new tasting experience, pick up a bottle of mead from Moonlight Meadery. Now in 21 states, making over 60 varieties of mead from dry, semi-sweet to sweet. Break out of that craft beer low. Grab a bottle of Moonlight Mead. Can't find some? Then ask. No, make that demand some. Yeah! Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanishev, and I want to tell you about my favorite heretic beer, Shallow Grave Porter. I love the rich, multi-character of this beer. While full and rich, Shallow Grave has an easy-drinking finish that isn't too sweet. I've always loved my homebrew porter recipe, so when it's time to brew Heretic Shallow Grave, I started with that in mind, but I tweaked it with all my latest recipe ideas. Just like in homebrewing, I made sure we used only the finest malts, malts that would produce the ideal flavor for this beer. We used select British malts to get the rich chocolate and caramel flavors that we spared no expense. The result is a beer as dark as a moonless night with hints of vanilla, coffee, and chocolate. Perfect for a cool evening out in the woods. Cheers. What'd you get? More brewing ingredients? Yep. You know what I love about Brewmaster's Warehouse? The $6.99 shipping. Well, yeah, but... Oh, the in-store classes for beginning brewers. Yeah, that's cool, but... Oh, oh, the brew builder. Creating and saving your recipes online is... Awesome! No, I'm... Yes, but... The cheese-making supplies. No. Oh, the wine-making supplies. Oh, the distilling equipment and liquor flavorings. All that stuff is awesome, yes, but what I really love is that the guy who runs it is totally hot. And, and that brew builder software is awesome. Oh, yeah. Brewmaster's Warehouse brings you flat rate shipping on great equipment and ingredients to make beer, wine, cheese, and spirits at brewmasterswarehouse.com. And if you're in Georgia, stop by Brewmaster's Warehouse Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6. Visit brewmasterswarehouse.com today because it's totally hot. Oh, yeah. 
funny is Bruce would say, yeah, I don't brew to style. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. Sports beer. <laughs> you know? The, the home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. program thanks for hanging out with us we got the boys from grog tag in the studio we're about to learn all about their product which is pretty badass i already have their labels on my bottle but first uh, just to wrap up that wit segment you know doc gave us a pretty gnarly recipe there a lot of different grains and some good information about how to brew a wit beer if you need help with your recipe formulation and uh, getting things ready for brew day check out beersmith.com you get a free 21 day trial of their brewing software and they now have uh, a mobile app out for iphone iPad, Android, uh, Android tablets, Kindle Fire, uh, all of it. Actually, at the time that Brad sent me this message, he was saying that they weren't quite ready for uh, iPhone and iPad yet, but I'm looking at his website right now, and, and it's saying that they are. So you can go to the App Store, you can go to Google Play, you can go to the uh, Amazon App Store if you're a Kindle user, and get the all-new uh, Beersmith mobile homebrewing app. Now, he had an app before that you could use, but it didn't have full functionality. You couldn't edit your recipes and things. You could go look at them and and make sure you're on track and maybe take your phone to the, the homebrew store and get your ingredients. But now you can edit the recipes uh, um, you could do it all uh, with the Beersmith mobile. So go check it out. Um, the the Beersmith software is the free 21-day trial. I don't think there's a way for him to give out a free trial for apps. Uh, I know we can't yeah. do it. So, but go check them out if you're already a Beersmith fan and now you want to take it on the go and you know sit on the airplane um, like JP likes to do. And, I uh, love sitting on the airplane. And edit your recipes or anything else. You can now do that on the go. Beersmith, it's our favorite brewing software. Go check it out. All right. Right now, we've got the boys from, from Grog Tag in the studio. And I first heard about Grog Tag, uh, it was kind of a while ago. And then JP started talking about it. And then JP stopped, he wasn't doing his work anymore on time. And I was like, what is happening? He's like, oh yeah, I'm working, I'm helping out these guys at Grog Tag. And I'm like, fuck those guys, I got stuff for you to do. Uh, but then I, who? Yeah, <laughs> I got to, they're like, yeah, we actually pay JP. <laughs> your, your, your laces aren't going to iron themselves. I get it. <laughs> you know, you want to look crisp. So, uh, finally, after, first I liked you guys, then I didn't like you, and then, uh, then I went and, and checked out your, your product again, which uh, I'm, I'm going to have you guys describe the history of it and what it is, but now I love it. And in fact, I've got me a 22-ounce bomber. I, I've never done this before, um, because I am a, a nerd, but I didn't know what a homebrew nerd I am until I now have my own labels on my own bottle, and I love it. I mean, it's awesome. The labels are better than the beer. Much better. <laughs> Far better than the beer, which is my favorite part about yeah. the product. If, if we could only make the labels like flavored, 
Yeah. Then that would be that would be the best, right? Because yeah. then you can just lick the oh the beer's terrible. You pour it out. You go. Da, 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 da. Yes. Or if there just was an option to order slightly shittier labels, then <laughs> I you know then I could match my uh, <laughs> let me, let me show the my beer. But show people my la- label there. Uh, we've got uh, Todd and Steve from uh, Grog Tag in the studio, and why don't you tell us about what Grog Tag is and how you guys came up with this? Well, we came up with this uh, about three years ago. You know, we're just homebrewers and. Uh, uh, I actually work in the printing industry. That's my background. Okay. My partner, Steve, he's, uh, owns a design firm in Sacramento. And uh, we were just talking about it one day and said, there's no way to design good labels. You just really either do it on your own or right, or they're, they're yeah. shitty. And it's and, kind uh, of a pain in the ass to do that. And you're also like, which Avery label am I supposed to buy now? <laughs> right. Yeah, kind of is an understatement. Yeah, like yeah. of the thousand different numbers. Right, and it, and it prints... Well, the first three print great, and then the rest of them are like off center. So you're yeah. right. There's no good way to do it. Yeah. So we tried to streamline the process, make make it really easy, make the average person, which is me, because I have no design skills whatsoever. Okay. I just know about printing and product and, and that kind of thing, and create a template and a website that people can use to make something kick ass. Yeah. And that's what I used for mine, by the way, that if you just went to justin.tv slash brewing network, mine's a template. I mm-hmm. uploaded a logo. I didn't even know how to resize my stupid logo so it did the whole thing did it all for me it fit it within the template i just entered my very funny commentary and uh like (laughs) which is what well uh my ordinary bitter is called get a job jay's ordinary bitter oh i get it it's like an acronym and then uh, it has a little acronym it is an acronym it has a little banner like on each side so on one side it says 22 ounces yeah and on the other side it says cool story bro and uh, and that's it. That's what I did. And the thing did it all for you me. You are an idiot. <laughs> and I didn't have to do anything except for be funny. And he made a very cool yeah. looking label. It is a good yeah. one. If you can do it. So templates were one of your ideas that yep. people can just fill stuff in. Fill stuff in. But you yep. could do a fully custom label over there, too. Yep. We have uh, the whole other side of the spectrum. So working with this guy, he is doesn't want anything the same everything's got to be different okay because he's got yeah i'm a pain in the ass <laughs> he's got all the talent <laughs> that's what i heard also yeah <laughs> he's got all the talent so you know he, well, he really, well really what this is is a you, you, todd brews beer i brew swill yeah and the tagline for grog tag is at least your beer will look good <laughs> right so i mean that's, that's really what me. it is so, so todd's the type of guy that he he cakes everything me when i brew it's usually marginal at best and it's all about the label. So between the two of us, you know, he, he, he with the printer background and me with the design background, just coming up with really cool templates. So people who want to have a great design can go on the site, customize it, load their own image. Yeah. Use my bad jokes. Sometimes Todd's bad jokes. But <laughs> right. Anyway, or upload their own design and get cool bottles. And for the, for the really... The real brewers out there, you guys, you know. Yeah, uh, me. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I know who you're talking to. Yeah. Or maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, we're trying to. We're coming out with a bunch of labels like the reusable, um, where you can write on, wipe off for for guys who you know want to mark. You know, we all use blue tape, basically. Yeah. Get rid of the blue tape. Maybe yeah. We can get rid of the blue tape. Up our game a little bit. Uh, and they truly are re- the coolest part. Todd figured it out. Uh, all the. Other people are starting to do it now, move to vinyl, but Todd figured that out three years ago, how to do this really cool low-tack vinyl. You can actually remove that. At the last year's homebrew conference, we started out on Friday or Thursday 
putting yeah. one on a bottle, and we just removed it and put it back on all all day long until the end of the conference. For dunking it in water, pull, pulling it out of water, wiping it out, drying it off. Now pulling is, it off, putting it back on. Is that just your standard label? Like, is that what I yeah. ordered, or I have to yeah. pay extra for that? No, nope. standard label. Standard. So, what you're telling me, and I stuck this on here earlier today, is that if I peel this off, I'm a little stingy. Okay, this whole order was twenty dollars. You gave it to me. For, you guys gave it to me for free, but I'm still aware that it would be twenty dollars. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. tell them that. So it makes your beard just that much better, doesn't it? it? I'm so cheap that I'm afraid to pull this off. But you're telling me if I pull this off, I can reuse it on another bottle. You can because I'm not going to brew. Get a job, ordinary bitter for another seven years of this show. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going to pull mine. Do you have yours here, Moscow? Yeah. I'm going to pull my labels off this bottle, and you put yours on. And then I'm going to put mine back. What do I have to do with them in the meantime? Just, to, just so, stick them on the window over there. It doesn't yeah. even matter. That, that's not going to hurt it. All right, I've pulled it off. Just don't get them wet. All right. Well, like what happens when you way. get them wet? They multiply. Oh, uh, yeah. Our <laughs> freedom after midnight. But it's right. okay to get them wet when they're on the bottle. Just they're on there really good, by the way, too. Just because yeah. it's removable doesn't yeah. mean it's not... With the ovals, because they're not a corner, sometimes like you take a little straight edge, like a blade. I see. And you can get them started, but... Um, Oh, yeah, yeah that thing's stuck on there. Hey, try the other side. Hey, you want to do mine? Try the bottom. Bottom corner. Bottom. I, there is no corner. It's an The oval. bottom corner. It's, my, there's no corner. <laughs> mine has a corner if you want to try mine. You're still no, trying. I got it. I got yeah. it. By the way, my I don't know if they all come this way. I ordered the 22-ounce size, and it comes with a necktie, too, like the neck. The necker? The necker part. Yeah. Well, it has to look like Too a late. full-on professional yeah. system, right? Yeah. Look at the whole deal. All right, my label right. is off. Uh, Moscow's is going on. I bet his aren't nearly as funny as mine. Oh, <laughs> is just say Scott the Jew. I haven't it seen. Says, this at labels. least I got this for free. <laughs> yeah, I have yeah. a label. I just have yeah, no soul. Coupon code pal. A little bit right over there. All right, so we're reusing. So the the material itself is a vinyl sticker. That's what you're saying. Yep, it's okay. vinyl. With the, actually, well, it's vinyl with a low tack adhesive on it. Okay, so it can okay. stand up. A no, I was giving them some pointers. I'm no. putting on the neckers are tough because every bottle the neck's shaped different. So one size fits all is, is was difficult with the neckers, but yeah, I had to on. put it in a couple <laughs> different locations. And for a minute, I thought, well, this isn't going to fit, but it does fit. You just you do have to find the right location. But on that's your neck. the nice thing about it is like if you don't get it right the first time, just take it off, put it back on, pull it back off. Justin, yeah. you thought the same thing with those magnums. Yeah, that's right. I was like, it's a, hey, it doesn't fit. It I doesn't keep, fit. You, just, you don't. You don't. I keep it trying. Right. Though. That's yeah. That's right. I, I just I just put a bunch of popsicle sticks in there with it. <laughs> I shove cotton in there. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, Please stop talking. <laughs> let me see yours, Moscow. Why do they get to see it before I do? I'm the goddamn host. Yeah. Well, and he he fucked with my camera view and everything. Is that? Is oh, that he's the got a Olympics. Is that what that is? He's got a hockey. Uh, oh, sorry. Hockey one. Kick save Kolsch, twenty two ounce and twenty two ounce to freedom. That's yeah. your that's your little funny bit there. Get it? That's from a three, that's from a three eleven song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So his labels are now stuck on. They're sticking well. What if he drops that in a, a a cooler with water in it and stuff? It's going to stay then. Yeah, they're water resistant. As long as they're on the bottle, you put them on a clean, dry bottle, you're good. I'm finding all of this hard to believe. I mean, I've been dealing with stickers my whole life. Everyone's dealt with stickers since you were a kid. Oh, everybody likes stickers. You can't yeah. put stickers in water. Or, or peel re- them or off reuse and reuse them. them. Yeah. So, you, you until on. now. Yep, until now. You're defying everything we know about stickers. Yeah, when they're on there, they don't feel like vinyl. It just feels like a regular sticker. They do. They feel like the regular uh, uh, label. Yeah. And so you got that, wow, you made this kind of thing going. Yeah, like, yeah. That's actually something to point out. Uh, because of Todd's background in printing, 
the the printers that that run these labels are the best in the world. Like, okay. Like literally, you can't get better reproduction from these printers. They're called Indigo Indigo presses, and they're just they're amazing. I see. So I do professional graphic design all the time. This is the same printer we demand for you know clients who are paying us thousands of dollars. So this is a good point because when I go to GrogTag and I design my label or I, even if I use one of your templates, I'm not, I don't then get to a page where it has me printed out on my own computer, no. which, by the way, I would have gone for also because it templates and all that bullshit. But it's not that. I order it and you guys send me the labels. Yep. That's, that's how it works right now. We Printed. are looking at an option when people ask us, like especially we get a lot of orders internationally. Okay. And it's expensive yeah. to ship it internationally. It's like yeah. 20 bucks for labels, and they pay $30 to ship it. Right. And so they ask, hey, can I just print it on my own? It's like, sure, no problem. So five bucks, you know, design your own template. We'll email it to you, and you can get label, a cool design label for five bucks. I think that's a good idea just to uh, be able to do it, right, and, and do it quickly. But it is not the awesomeness that is. No, you're, you're not going to get that peel it off and use it again. Yeah. No, but they will. They will. Uh, Buy some label stock. They'll buy forty dollars in ink cartridges. They'll <laughs> right. Yeah, might as well just order it. Everybody else is making the money, but you yeah. guys on that. Seriously, goes. we do the. I do this for a living, and everybody thinks they're going to save a buck. Right. Yeah, you you do the math. It, it, you're not saving any money. Well, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, being honest, is that I also didn't realize that this was the thing. And once I realized, oh, I, I order it, and my it showed up two days later, and and they're and they're this high quality stuff. Now I get it. Now I really get what what grog tag is. Because before, when I thought I, I print them at home, and I'm just not that home brewer. A lot of home brewers are that home brewer. You should see Tasty's brilliant labels. They're like an eighth of a white sheet of paper. <laughs> he, he puts his recipe on. He cuts them off, and he put there's like a hundred pieces of tape that hold it out of the bottle. And so he's a guy who could benefit from your just print at home label. At least he'll get he'll put his face on it or something. I could yeah. I could really benefit from uh, being able to take them on and off the bottle. Yeah, I'm I, using a permanent adhesive, so I have to like you know soak them. And, it's done. Uh, Give me question. the bottle back. I have a question for you guys. I, sure. When we first started developing this product, uh, I I would go on the forums and I would I would sort of listen to all the all the guys that are creating the labels. And have any of you guys ever used milk? No, of course. Me. Is there an adhesive? I, what is that? For, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been doing it for ten years. That's right. a, that's to put I, it on. Yeah, I was blown. I have. I was blown away because homebrewers just by nature they're like this such a crafty. <laughs> yeah, like crafty lot of. You can oh, say yeah. cheap. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I've been doing it for years. Well, you were doing. I don't, I don't use a lot of labels. Right, but uh, you just kind of float it in in a you know saucer full of milk and just put it, it on sticks, there huh? and it sticks great. And it smells yeah. all. Funky. No, it, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. No, I try. I actually tried it at home, so I, I was like, "Oh, okay, that's kind of cool." Yeah. But Todd and I, we, we specifically one thing we talked about was like when Todd when Todd uh, got married, right? You had your homebrew at the wedding, mm-hmm. and we were like, "Okay, that's a really cool idea." It's we think that that's a trend that's happening. I mean, yeah, really neat to have someone ho- like yeah. brew beer for your wedding, right? Right. But you can't. It's either serve it in a growler, serve it in a keg, and there's no. People don't know. Yeah. They don't know that you've done it right. So now you can you can print these labels out, drop them in a cooler. No, they'll be there forever. I yeah, mean, they don't they don't get any damage. They don't get damaged at all. Come it's out of cooler perfect. Well, you know, having uh, just the 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 body label. Yeah, is one thing. But having that neck label, it's tough. It's pro. Uh, you have to have you know that. It's got to have the arc to it. Mm-hmm. It's got to fit. You saw him trying to get it on there, trying to print that on there. I've done that too. It's, but the, it's your template hit. makes it easy. It's a hit and yeah. miss, but you know, that makes just that much better is having that neck label. I've now stuck my logo back on, 
And lo and behold, it sticks again. There it is. It stuck to the glass, and now it's stuck back to the glass bottle. And uh, now both labels are are back on the bottle in their. Now we don't their, know whose beer it is in their full form. <laughs> yeah. Nor do we care. Exactly. Now I think you're right about the trend and the coolness of being able to do a wedding beer and actually put it on yeah. each table. Yeah. Uh, there is another feature about your website that I would like to let people know about, and that is that when you create a logo, you can opt to have it displayed on the website. Yep. And there are currently lots of logos displayed. <laughs> Several of them are people's wedding bottles. And I would like to encourage people to think a little more next time. Uh, <laughs> when, when you have marriage number two, just put a little more, <laughs> right. put a little more thought into your grog tag label. <laughs> and I think that people might be more likely to save it. And I, keep it and pe- not make fun of you. People need to go to the website just to check that I'm trying to out. find them. How do I do this? Well, if you go... Let me see. Let me navigate there myself. I think it's, it's a brilliant idea. All right. It's grog, uh, grogtag.com. Hover over beer labels. And then uh, a big navigation screen opens up. It's a really good website, by the way. Uh, and then you click on see what others have created. Oh, I'm retarded. And then once you do that, uh, yeah. like, for example, one of the first ones that comes up, there are two bottles called Hop Mess. <laughs> one of them has the pictures of hops on it, but the other one has a picture of a, of a hop mess, a lady with her baby. She's, she's kind of a mess. Uh, and, hey, you Don't put that judge up? her. Well, she's just a mess. She's just a mess. You guys are jerks. You can then kind of scroll through. There are several pages of them, and uh, you'll get to the wedding ones, that, yeah. and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. They say happily ever after. Here's, here's a nice way. Yeah, here's a nice one. I do brew. <laughs> oh, I like the, it's it, a cream ale. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a hot chick with a douchebag, uh, <laughs> as we often find in yeah. the world. She makes a good first wife. Um, <laughs> Practice wife? There's also yeah, a yeah. whole bunch of just really like deliberately funny ones. Oh god, wait, I got to go back. Hang on. Uh, here, now here's see now Bevo on the bottom. There's one with naked people. On the I didn't see that. Wait, one. I didn't see that one either. The yeah, bottom. Go back to that one. The bottom the of page that, two, Bevo has a, a a label, and you know it's a romantic black and white. Scene. I'm getting there. They're in a forest, and the dude is kissing the broad. And by the way, he looks like he doesn't even want to be there because he's got his hands and, in his pockets instead of on her tits. Oh, those are engagement <laughs> photos. <laughs> and, it, and you're just like. Come on. He looks like he's in pain. Because <laughs> he's about not, to get married. You know, not yet. Wait till the after he's That's married. That's rude. <laughs> right. What do you think uh, Doc's take is on marriage? <laughs> <laughs> Just right. right out of the blue. What do you think? <laughs> hey, you know, I'm never going to give a, away a quarter of my shit again. <laughs> I like Mr. February's Irish Red. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. Now, the cool thing, actually, about the, the label display is you can kind of see the difference between there's several different templates like I used and, and Moscow used, but then you can also tell when people just did 100% their own logo. Yeah. And some people are some pretty artistic people on there. Yeah. Some not so much. That yeah, actually we, stimulated a new part of our site is we have an, it's called an artist spotlight program. Mm. So if you have design skills and you want to put a template on there, you know, send it to us. We'll yeah. actually create an old, uh, a page strictly for you. We'll brand your your labels on our site. You get a commission. Wow! On every if your label's ordered, you get a percentage of that. Oh, I see. People can actually buy that label. That's design. Yeah. So if you go to the wine labels, there's actually um, a guy from Studio Pub. He's a real talented designer, and uh, we just made two of his live. The first two right there. So that's not from us. Those are from Studio Pub. He's got his little logo there on the bottle. Oh yeah, I see. So it gives him some great pub and uh, those are those are very nice too. 
It allows us to sort of network through, you know, small little communities, you know, throughout the world. It's pretty fun. So all you artists out there who have had buddies would be like, hey, design me a label, man. And then when you give it to them, they're all, that thing sucks. (laughs) (laughs) And your friendship is dissolved. Just go ahead and send us the labels. Now I'm seeing keg and carboy labels. I was about to say, you don't just bottle. That's where I I like this. I don't bottle a lot, but the the carboys and and the kegs. Yeah, so these are permanent style. These don't peel off. These are dry erase. They stay on. So you write on what's going on with your batch, what it is. So you never lose track of your keg, your carboy, what's you know where it is in the process. You can customize all the type, upload your logo into the corner. But because um, it's whiteboard, I don't care that it's permanent. I mean, I right. just want something to stick yeah. on there and wipe off every time I use the keg. That's brilliant. Exactly. Yeah. This I like. Uh, I don't even like the tags. I know that you guys use the tag I, I, system, I, I, I which is the, the best too. system I've seen until I've seen this. Well, this is well, I think that'd be good to put on your fermenter too. You could just write what beers. In. Oh yeah, it says keg well, and carboy. And yeah. Well, and, well, well I'm my conical where I'm going to put it. Uh, the thing with this, uh, half of my stuff is going to be in uh, a chest freezer, and the other I'm, I'm be only in looking at the department. top. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's why the, the the little tag thing. Yep. And it's, I use the wire tag with the tag on it. And That's have, what and, I mean, yeah. And I gotta throw those away all the time. I feel really bad about that, but if I get a whiteboard one, it just... Just so you know, I'm the same way. So I use chest freezer. So I, I use the small ones, our regular beer labels for that. Uh-huh. And, the, and they take a dry erase crayon uh-huh. or a washable crayon. Same way that those... And I can leave those on. When I wash my carboy, they don't come off. Just nice. Like I put the bottles in a nice chest. And so that way they split, they fit on the top part of your carboy. Yeah, so I need, I need to look at the top. Yeah, uh, beautiful, and that's you know, half well, half my cold is going to be. Well, we have this giant problem where, where uh, for some reason, we sell beer labels and people people don't understand that they're stickers. <laughs> they, don't, they don't make the connection. I mean, seriously, like yeah. we're constantly talking about. Like people will say, "Well, I want a smaller uh, beer label." And we're like, "Well, our wine labels are smaller, and they." It just, like, but that's a wine label. That's a wine label. They look at it a beer bottle. I'm talking about <laughs> beer, guys. What can I <laughs> yeah, do with right. a wine label? Duh. <laughs> I don't see any mead labels. Stick it to something. Where's the cider label? Right. We're such idiots. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going into pasties next. Yeah. 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 So, so Todd ones, right? <laughs> Todd at his house will he'll brew and then he kegs and he has a, a tap stand in the in your what do you call that? Garage. Kegerator? Kegerator. There yeah. you go. Uh, well, he'll take, uh, behind the tap handles, he'll slap the beer type up on his cabinets. Right. Right? Oh, yeah. Because they're removable. You don't, I mean, it doesn't hurt your cabinets or anything. So every time you go over to his house, you know what the beer, you know, it's not handwritten. It's just. And it's all, actually, for each tap, it's labeled. Right. Yeah. So That's the same great. thing with your kegerator down there. You know, you got two tap handles you can write on, but the other three, put a label behind it. Right. Just write on what it is. And How long does my coupon code work for? <laughs> I'm looking S- at the uh, keg SJP. Label. He's got the power. <laughs> I'm looking at the keg label now, and just as an example, you know, there's a place for your logo, and then there's a place for the original gravity, a place for the finishing gravity, a place for the ABV, a place for some notes, a place for the beer type, uh, a place for dates. Uh, there's a circle, yes or no, if it was dry hopped, and this is just one of the templates. You can customize your own with all sorts of things too, but. Just as an example, you could very quickly go, and it has all the information I want to see on my keg. I like you said, I just did. I hadn't brewed in a while, but I just did, and I got a bunch of blue tape on all my kegs so that I could write what it was, the date I brewed it, uh, the date I kegged it, all that shit. How on good blue it was! Tape. Uh, how awesome I am! I do think <laughs> it was a smiley face. Um, I really like these labels, yeah. man. Well, you have a lot of blue tape left. <laughs> 
<laughs> eight rolls. Well, now you can now you can actually put a picture of yourself on every single one of your beers. Perfect. <laughs> Just what you want to see. You yeah. can't get better than that. No, it's, that sounds great. Picture your dumb face. There's Ooh, also uh, I pour awesomeness. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, it's the next. That's my next IPA name. Uh, there's also coasters. Oh yeah. So you know we all did see. labels, but uh, McDowell did coasters. He oh, did he did coaster. Yeah. Let me see the coasters. <clears throat> oh, Tasty now has coasters. Tasty's tap room. Speaking of pictures of yourself on shit, <laughs> no crap. On that. <laughs> that is that's really high quality printing too. Yeah, Even just yeah. the way the the colors are standing out in that that's the best your logos ever looked right there, Tasty. I like it. Yeah, look at that. That that's really high quality coaster. So well, we yeah. we can guarantee that the printing of you'll be very happy with the printing. Yeah, no, I like that quite a bit. In fact, we've had a lot of shitty coasters come through this room. <laughs> so I like it, Tasty. You're like ah, I'm going with the coaster. Then I can share them with your freebie. Yeah, you're a smart man. I tasty. can sign them, autograph. Tasty, ah, <laughs> nice. Well, that's cool stuff, especially for the homebrew nerd in all of us. Because, you know, when you share your homebrew, you kind of want to, you know, you got people over, you kind of want to go the extra mile so they know that you're a nerd. And they're like, wow, look, <laughs> he has his own label, he's got his own coaster. It's kind of cool to have, you know, a lot of the coasters have the same templates as the beer labels. Okay. So you can actually have matching, you know, depending on the wow. templates you pick. So you can have... Uh, like here's one I did for here. You want to hold that up for for the camera? Here's yeah. one I did for. What is, uh, what is that in there? Chloroform. For I mean, <laughs> Where did you get this picture of me? Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm hoping to get laid later on tonight, Steve. So I gotta. Um, did, did Kate give you this picture of me? <laughs> that is uh, that is my good close personal friend, Mr. David Howes. Is it really? Yeah, that's that's, that's my your girlfriend's, girlfriend's father, Dad. Yeah, when he's like twenty, he's a handsome seventies man. <laughs> yeah, wait, I gotta see that. <laughs> it's called uh, wavy brown lock. Yours is funnier than mine, JP. Thank you. Well, I'm funnier than you. Uh, wait, that's seriously, that's not the guy from Princess Bride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. my name is David House. You killed my father. My father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty great label, JP. Oh yeah, oh, thank oh, you. Yeah. But so you could have that <laughs> be a coaster as well. If you wanted, so can, you can I really have this out. be a coaster? I want this I think one. I can. I think you I can. Can, can make yes. arrangements. Sure, I can figure it out. And again, the printing, like this, is a photograph, and the the printing quality is awesome. And it's a it's a kind of a crappy quality photograph too. <laughs> it's still now. And you were saying now I could write on this. You were saying these labels take mm-hmm. like an erasable crayon, too, so I can make little dick pictures to yep. JP's yeah. future father-in-law. Well, that's not. That's not. <laughs> little wiener right. on his forehead and then and wipe it off little wiener on his crotch why would you want to wipe it off <laughs> don't be shy on the beer labels the if nose you, be your guide if you leave a if you leave a blank spot uh, for the printing you can it's really right onable wipe offable okay uh especially with the dry erase crayons if you use like a like a a dry erase marker you just want to make sure that it's blank where you're writing on it because uh it's basically a solvent so you can take the ink off of the label. Because there's no coating. There's no dry erase yeah. coating on those. I see. Like there is on the Kate Carboy labels. It so, still works so, pretty good. You just got to... We have templates and stuff. You just got to leave no ink yeah. underneath it. Otherwise, it'll pull. And we have a lot of people design do that. Design in that, that, that empty space. Yeah. yeah. Design it we have in. a lot of people do that. Like you, you'll have... They'll get a sheet that'll last them two years. Oh, yeah. They'll buy 20 labels or 24 labels. And they'll leave the, the beer name or the style blank. Ah. And they'll leave the ABV blank. Yeah. And you just write in... You know, yeah. you're pouring a growler and going to a buddy's house. Right. And you want to dress it up a little bit and 
have a little fun and, the, and, and guarantee it'll taste better. You guys kind of screwed up there. It's like the car warranty that goes 100,000 right. miles now. You're like, fuck, I wish they'd buy another car already. Yeah. And they're just yeah. reusing that same label. But at heart, we're homebrewers. So, like, yeah. that was my goal. Our goal from the beginning was to create a badass product using our professional skills in the real world yeah and take it to homebrewers and that's what we tried to do from the get-go it's it's about providing value and that will come full circle what so. what has mac been saying lately our coder has been saying hey man you gotta eat your own dog food he's saying eat your own dog food. yeah so you gotta we do use, we use these labels ourselves it's not we're not trying to pawn a product off on it you know what i mean we, no, we use i can tell love. my company every year we do christmas beers we beer or we give out i, I don't know 400 522s for gifts and that's one of the places that this started was we do our labels, GrogTag labels. I see. And we send them out. Yeah. It's an awesome product. You can go to grogtag.com right now. And I think Doc just discovered yet another use <laughs> for the GrogTag label. Yep, growlers. Get yourself a new Hop Grenade Warhead and you can cover our logo with your logo. In fact, <laughs> well, my, the other logo. My guess would be if you bought the the Kegerator whiteboard ones, it, it would probably cover our whole logo, right? It, it's it could. It's probably big enough to go right there and you can. Uh, well, well, why would you want to? Well, you, I, yeah, you could do the other, the other side, but, you know, just Doc, in case. You didn't play that label on properly it's a little crooked you might want to fix it but now you can you you can fix it i went three or four times figuring what's right and then i figured justin fuck this up (laughs) (laughs) i I made it wrong i managed to fuck up a template can you believe it (laughs) well if i put it like this well yes yes i do yeah well it's like that should be but then it's that or that i screwed it up well, our logo's a little off-center. Well, you know what's yeah, cool? Normally, I can anyway. reapply it over yep. and <laughs> over. Right. Until your OCD is fully satisfied. Uh, right. <laughs> if, you, if you go under uh, more products, there's uh, they have tasting mats also. Oh, yeah. Oh, I saw that, Brand too. New. Really? New. So you have you know four or five uh, yeah. uh, you know, home brews you want to taste or commercial beers or whatever, and then you can actually make notes with a dry erase marker and do this whole it's a whole thing man is there a package that i can order all of these things in we're, one deal we're working on it okay yeah it's you like, had to bring that up <laughs> sorry <laughs> by the way people have been asking us for that for years too we still haven't done yeah. it like they want the hat and the shirt and the hood and we haven't done it um yeah, yeah it's, we it's somewhere in the system but we can't find it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's amazing how difficult the simple things are to do. Like yeah. everything else that you've done with this website, all the hard stuff, you're like, yeah, I, I did all that. And then I ask a simple thing. Can I have them all together? No, that's hard, dude. <laughs> 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 Same with our site, man. That's It's hard. Uh, all right, but those will be coming. I like the taster mats. That's another great idea. Yeah, I, c- I could probably use those. What's our site? I have to have people over It's fun. Same thing. You can upload your logos, your images. And then there's drop downs in there. So if you want to do three flight, four flight, five flight six flight you can just change it and it'll automatically repaginate oh yeah the amount of you know tasters you can have on each sheet it's like an 11 by 17 fully laminated dry erase sheet wow laminated you guys censor these at all i mean has jp sent in anything that you thought listen that we're not that kind of company you know like that lady at the dmv (laughs) yeah we we debate for about two seconds Ah, should we Ah, yeah honestly we yeah we not our job no it's not not yet we no censorship. To, no, we've yeah. had a few good ones though. I take a picture of my gonorrhea and I go, <laughs> "I need this on a round on an GPA. oval label." Yeah. yeah, with little buds coming off the ends. <laughs> so, Is that I, don't know. I don't have that. No, I don't 
Uh, grogtag.com. Check it out. You've, you've probably heard about it like I have, but I don't think you really know about it. Uh, it's a fun it website to play on. It yeah. really is. I'm going to go back to see what others have created. And I'm <laughs> just going to skip ahead. I haven't been to like page nine yet. There's some pretty so, good ones on there, too. Uh, and there's some, yeah, I there are some funny one, ones. Actually, I emailed you one yeah. because our chat program can't oh face. is this the one i'm not allowed to talk about uh, <laughs> i think you can talk about it but is there a way to search this like uh, no. you can't search labels on there this one's pretty good it's uh, a beer called somebody called the mystical negro <laughs> it's a transcendental love ale <laughs> and it has a remarkable photo on it um i wonder if i wonder if the web can will do it justice uh it might I, yeah, but yeah, it's I want to make a transcendental love ale. Because are there instructions on how to make these uh, sorts of beers on Grog Tag, or we just have to look at look at it, enjoy the labels? That's just kind of the fun part about. It. That's why yeah. we we want to share those. You can look at them and go, "That's a good idea." And you just sort of take that and run with it. You know, I think it's some of them are real weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at one that's it looks like a father holding his child's feet, his newborn. With their wedding rings on the toes. Oh, God. Doesn't make any kind of sense. And you're just like, dude. It's, it's not like it's on a squirrel or anything, right? Couldn't you have just checked the box to not display it on the website? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Mine's on there. I must have left the box checked that you can leave mine up there. And I should probably take it down because it's too good. I don't need other people. <laughs> <laughs> that always blows me away. Aw, hopily ever after. See, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Twice next time before you do your wedding beer. Hoppily ever after. <laughs> I like that. If your one. friends laugh at you, get new friends. <laughs> at your at your wedding. They're like, oh that's cute. Hoptimism. Oh God. <laughs> where were where were where were these when we were playing the give me your favorite beer <laughs> hop stupid yeah. name? Yeah. Maybe you should censor some of these. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, wow, there are some really great ones on here. Though. Good artist, Zombie Drool is pretty good. It's a nice looking zombie on there. Every now and then, one comes across that there really are some pretty cool artists out there. Yeah, yeah. October, we get some really good labels. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you glad she said yes? IPA. <laughs> oh gosh! Shoot me in the face! Amazing. Oh. They were meant for each. He, he's like, what do you think about this for our beer? I made this one. Oh, yes, honey. That's, that's wonderful. That's exactly what I expected from you. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's the best one so far. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Pabst Blue Ribbon label on there. What's, uh, the Hollaback. It's always a classic. It's just... Uh, yeah, that Actually, that Hollaback one was the, one of the first labels that we made, and it, it actually offended Todd's wife. Really? Yeah. Is that right? Almost put a brakes to the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, she's like, wait a second. Well, we did a we did a sushi party like launch of the whole company, and we had everyone who came to the party got to make a label that we produced. Nice, printed and put them on. And oh my god, you'd be amazed like what people get creative with. Right, it's like hot mess or. Daddy, get the sitter. Mama's going out, and it's like, holy cow! These are like my friends that watch, babysit my kids. I'm like, ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every the true colors come out. I don't want to have to bend another spoon for this heroin. IPA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, wait, we were about to hire you. There's a, a Holland oatmeal stout. Oh, they took that from us. Come on, yeah. maybe it's one of our listeners right there. 
Well, it's good stuff, kids. I like it. Go to grogtag.com. Check it out right now. It's uh, it's pretty cheap, and uh, it's actually cheaper now that I know that they're reusable, too. Um, so, you know, it, it, do your first one that's for a beer you, you already know and love that you brew often, and that way you can test it out and, and get some use of it. You know, it, say you're a Janet's Brown guy, for example, and you know you're going to brew that thing a couple times a year. Uh, go over there and print that label first, and then once you're in love with it, I think you're going to order more. I'm going to go back and do the keg one because I don't I barely bottle anything. I did go buy some 22 ounce bottles today just because I got these labels from you guys though. So I might uh, put my ordinary bitter in there, but I think my next deal is going to be the the keg ones. That's that's pretty yeah. pretty well, rad I idea. I think we should have a contest coming up here. <clears throat> that's a good idea. Do you think it should be part of the Brewcaster challenge? Yes. It's another Oh con- yeah. Oh. oh god, yeah. Tasty and Nate each have to do a label. Oh no, I think beer. everybody makes the label for them. Oh. <laughs> That's actually, I actually like that. That's a good idea. It's a little more crowd participation. We get to compete against each other for who the official label is. Yeah. Yes. Not bad. I mean, it'd be good. Because we did come up with some nice names already for the first round, so we yeah. can kind of go through that again. Yeah. It's and a then, good idea. And then we pick the winning on the show, and then we order it. And, yeah. Guess what? Uh, Grog Tag just became the sponsor of the Brewcaster Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew that, but that just happened. And BN Army, you get 10% off, too, so even a little cheaper right now for you guys. Is there a coupon code for that? It's BN Army, all, all caps. Um, I'm pretty sure JP set that up, didn't you? So yeah. yeah. All right. So. Do it now. 10% off. It's well worth it. You guys are going to like it. It's a very cool thing. Steve, Todd, thank you for coming in. Thanks for having us, guys. Thanks. I appreciate Thanks. it. Thanks for the labels, too. I'm going to use them. So that's good stuff. All right, let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, go to grogtag.com and check it out right now. When we come back, we'll do a little feedback. We'll do some Drunk of the Week, and we'll get out of here. Hang in there. It's the session. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Where do you go for all the stuff you need to brew? Homebrewstuff.com, of course. In their Boise, Idaho storefront and warehouse, they have more than 750 craft beers and 8,000 square feet of homebrew products in stock. The staff at Homebrew Stuff are homebrewers themselves. They try out just about everything, including the beer, so they can answer your questions knowledgeably and correctly about brewing, kegging, and anything else you might need to ask. Don't live near the Homebrew Stuff store? Visit homebrewstuff.com. Online and take advantage of their $7.95 domestic shipping available on most orders. Homebrewstuff.com is a proud sponsor of the AHA, NHC, GABF, and countless other acronyms. So if you're a homebrewer looking for great people, a great selection, and great deals, head to homebrewstuff.com online or in person. Visit their YouTube channel for loads of free how-to and product videos. All of the stuff you need to brew. Homebrewstuff.com When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for any beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone certification program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerone's No Beer. 
There are three levels in the Cicerone program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Did you know the Brewing Network's very own Code Writing Fool's son, Ryan Wolf, has opened a beer mecca in Missouri? The Wolf Brow House of Beer has hundreds of beers from all over the world and is conveniently close to I-70 in St. Peter's. Free tastings, Saturdays, 4 to 6 p.m., featuring special guests from local breweries. The best build-your-own six-pack around with every style represented. And kegged craft beer available for your kegerator, too. There's always something new at the Wolf Brow House of Beer. New and hard to find beer every week. No two visits are the same, just like passing out at the Rat Pad. Hi, this is Ryan from Wolfbrow House of Beer. Mention the Brewing Network when you stop in for some cool free stuff. Mention JP for a swift kick in the ass. The Wolfbrow House of Beer. Beer with personal service from a member of the BN Army. This is code. Visit my son's shop or I'll yank the fuck BN website down. www.wolfbrow.com Northern Brewer presents What If Homebrewers Ruled the World. Ladies and gentlemen, if you'll follow me, I will lead you into the gallery area. Now, the first piece up for sale today is a Jamil Zena Chef original, a bottle of 1997 vintage Evil Twin. Oh, I see. A bidding for this one-of-a-kind piece will start at £7,000. And if you'll continue to follow me, ladies and gentlemen, I can show you a rather abstract piece from Bay Area brewer Justin Crossley. It's a German Doppelbach entitled Justin's Giant Bach. The brewer's notes here indicate that this beer had excellent mouthfeel. Capital, capital. That's just a crazy dream, or is it? With Northern Brewer, a thirsty nation can craft its own ale and water for the greater good of mankind. Northern Brewer, the home of superior customer service and the finest selection of home brewing goods for the future. Here's a bite for beer lovers. Soft caramel made with real craft brew and coated in chocolate. And hop drops. Hard candies made with real hop oil. Introducing Beer Candy from BeerCandy.com. Beer Candy's amazing caramels come in four mouth-watering flavors. IPA, bitter gold wrapped in smooth white chocolate. Lager, made with a familiar beer from Boston and coated in milk chocolate. Lambic, soury Belgian goodness full of fresh raspberry and dipped in dark chocolate and stout roasty cocoa chocolate insanity hop drops are made with fuggles or cascade hops and are known as the candy that bites you back choose from sampler and full sizes of both and make your mouth jump to life all at beercandy.com hop drops and beer caramels satisfy your sweet tooth as only a beer lover could with beer candy visit beercandy.com today all right, BN Army, it's trivia time. What's 
the only homebrew shop with over 1,000 recipe kits, $4.99 shipping on orders over 100 bucks, and is also home of the Wolf Shirt. The one and only answer is Austin Homebrew Supply. For over 20 years, they've specialized in creating recipes such as the best-selling Texas Blonde Ale, Apocalypso, Hot Bomb 2.0, and Double Chocolate Stout. And they just recently unveiled their small grain kits that produce one gallon of beer. Visit AustinHomebrew.com to browse their extensive catalog of equipment and ingredients. They also have many clone recipes of your favorite commercial beers. They're the exclusive retailer of Brew Vent Yeast Fuel as well, Yeast Nutrient, and the all-new Bodybuilder. Follow Austin Homebrew Supply on Google Plus to participate in video hangouts on popular brewing topics. So visit AustinHomebrew.com today and make sure you sign up for their weekly email with news and specials. Austin Homebrew Supply, AustinHomebrew.com. Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And it's just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. You're listening to The Brewing Network. Because like beer... Welcome back to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us. I want to let you know a longtime friend of the BN is the American Homebrewers Association. We've worked with them from pretty much day one. You can go to uh, homebrewersassociation.org and check them out. You know, if you're not a member, you should be. Or a board uh, member. It is, uh, or a board member. You could try to be a governing <laughs> committee member as well, like I am. And uh, the AHA has been good to us over the years, but they've been better to you if you're a homebrewer. They've worked on uh, legalization issues and uh, all sorts of legislation that affects homebrewers. Not to mention Zymergy Magazine and, uh, of course, the recent passing of the Alabama uh, homebrew bill. AHA had a hand in that all the way through and really supported those guys over there. Um, and, you know, it's just a great organization. You can sign up now by clicking the AHA link on the bottom right of our homepage, and we get a little uh, cut of that, too. But I highly recommend becoming an AHA member. You can use the pub discount program. Uh, you get the Zymergy Magazine every other month. Uh, you know, all sorts of uh benefits for being an AHA member. And I have been an AHA member for years now. Good. Five of our eight years in existence, I think I've been an AHA member. I was a slow I was slow to start. Well, You're slow anyway. Um, That's true. But yeah, now I'm uh I don't know why I've even bought the lifetime one. I should just buy the lifetime one. You should buy the but you should it might not be much of a discount. I figure I got what, four or five years left. So Can I gotta you? do I gotta yeah. do the math. I think, and I think, make sure the lifetime is going to be worth it. I thought I, you got a lifetime. Uh, no, you don't get anything. Yeah, I, gotta, I still got to buy my membership as a GC member. Oh. Yeah, no, they don't, uh, they, they do a lot of things. Uh, giving away memberships is not one of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe that's just what they tell you. <clears throat> I do get, uh, I think I get one night of hotel covered at NHC because we have to be there a night early right. for the governing committee. Uh, they give me that. That's Which good. I pass on to like Doc or somebody who needs a hotel every, yeah. you know, uh, I don't know how that works. Because Doc uh, can't afford a hotel room. Yeah, I'm like, oh, who get, how about the doctor? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, man. How about man. the guy who lives in Moraga and has acres? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, go check well, out I, AHA. I don't have acres in Philadelphia. <laughs> That's true. I'm, I'm pissed at the AHA for the role they played in, uh, in, in uh, passing the Alabama 
uh, the home brewing bill. Are you? Yeah. Really? Because we don't get... <laughs> Why don't you tell us about it, Moscow? And now a moment with the people I used to like before I knew them on Facebook. <laughs> this nonstop gold mine coming out of that place. <laughs> and now no more, thanks to the AHA and their efforts. No more good audio. No more. We this radio we- show might as well get canceled. We can't, we can't make fun of them anymore. <laughs> right. We just need this music bed for about ten times during the show when one of us starts crying about something. Yeah, you're right. No more good audio. You know, just pay attention over there. there something will come up. Can, can you play me a little of that good audio from you before? Uh, the, uh, we, we said it now, not good enough. There you go. That's good. <laughs> it's still... I like the, it isn't. It's officially not good enough. Moses was a wild. No, no, it's everlasting. Moses. No, it's Noah. Noah. No. Moses. Yeah. Noah was a little, yeah. little, little, little wino. Hey, yeah, everybody then. knows that Moses was a heroin addict. <laughs> Everyone was a wino back then. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, I think we got a little bit of uh, feedback. To Yay, do, uh, feedback. Before we move on. With banjo. The Cue the banjo. Who's feedback brought to us by today? Moonlight. Oh, there we go. Feedback's brought to you today by Moonlight Meadery. Uh, our fantastic friend over there, Michael Fairbrother. You can go to moonlightmeadery.com right now. And by the way, you should request Moonlight in your area. They're almost, they're in like over 30 states now and growing. Uh, it has a lot to do with the BN Army requesting where they should be. And as Michael always says, go to your local and request it to be there too. And he'll do his best to get it there. But go check out moonlightmeadery.com. And if you see a bottle of their meat on the shelf, Self, I would right. highly recommend you snap it up. Yeah, what is M E A D? What is that? And then you're going to get laid that night, I guarantee. That's exactly what it's good for. By yourself or others. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because you you feel. I, I had a bottle one night. I was like, I I feel good about myself right and now. It, and it counts. I went to bed. It does count. You, and you, you feel good there, about man. yourself since. Yeah, I had to ask myself to leave my own living room <laughs> um, and go to the bathroom. That's just sad. All right. Okay. Cue the band. Oh, my God. You've got mail. Kick ass. All right, let's see. Durkis writes in. <laughs> I think that's a real name. I don't think that's a nickname. Sounds like a grog tag label. <laughs> Durkis. Durkis Pale Ale. Yeah. Durkis Dort. <laughs> hey, Will BN you Army. Mrs. Durkis. I just realized how much I depend on the session to get my daily dose of laughter. I've just upgraded from private to corporal. Yeah. 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 I know this helps keep the light on and the ass hattery flowing. Uh, by the way, I really miss Paxton and the cooking show. Is he coming back? It would be impossible to replace Paxton, but I really would love to have a cooking pairing show on again from Durkis. Uh, yeah. No! <laughs> uh, Paxton hasn't... He's not fired. We haven't had a falling out. Uh, we just... Uh, it's more probably my fault than Paxton's, but we both get busy, and we haven't been able to connect to put a show back on. I have... I have suggested that he gets another co-host than me and i think we can get it done a little bit more regularly and i think we're exploring that avenue to get somebody in here to he's help always him. got something going i'll do it yeah. you'll no. host with him yeah <clears throat> i think you have to be asked to oh. do it by him <clears throat> well i like beer pairing <laughs> yeah jb's the perfect uh <laughs> i leave a grip everything paxton says no <laughs> i don't i don't taste that at all no no what about this no no it's not, it's not smoky enough isn't it better with this no Uh, No! Trevor in Cincinnati writes in, What the hell is Dr. Homebrew? And where can I get some? 
Uh, we did a whole bit on the last program. Dr. Homebrew is a new show by JP. I'll be posting it this Thursday, Ooh. Uh, the first episodes. And it's where you get to send in your homebrew to uh, BJCP certified judges to evaluate it and talk about the different things uh, that are wrong with it. And it's not there to bash the beer, but to help you uh, fix problems that you've not been able to get repaired. Actually, this Thursday will be live. Two shows starting at 7.30. So oh, is that right? Basically, yeah. we don't have to look at your face when we well, then you're gonna get talk a, about your beer. You're going to get a triple dose because Hell I'm also yeah. going to post the first episode for download, and then you'll also get the live versions and everything else. Great. So, yeah, all happening this Thursday right here on the wow. BN. Wow. That's uh, new. Let's see. Yours in true man love writes in. <laughs> uh, what up, fuckers? Uh, first, I want to say fuck. No, you did. <laughs> Uh, I just finished listening to the sessions from day one after starting about a year ago. You motherfuckers can talk on and on and on and on and on and on and on about some stupid shit. Uh, <laughs> although, actually, I do Thank like you. me some Four loco. So I'm listening to the Brewcaster Challenge, and I have a real question about brewing. You're talking about doing a mash-out, and I just don't understand. So I infuse at 148 to 140. 56, and then Sparge would say 170 degree water, which will never get the grain bed to 168. But I'm about to boil, so what's the point? I don't think that any enzymes will survive 212, or am I an idiot? Yours in true man, love, suck it, JP. Uh, Tasty, want to describe to us what a mash out is? Well, my understanding of mash out is uh, well, you raise the temperature of the mash, uh, I go to 165, uh, to uh, stop the enzyme, enzyme activity. Yeah. So you Otherwise, just stop. Going to take place uh, yeah. throughout the spark. Yeah. So you're 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 not going to hit your numbers. You're going to get much more conversion as you're still sparging. So what uh-huh. you want to do is uh, we we've always advocated hitting your numbers. So just because you stop at one certain spot and only you know only mash for an hour. Yeah. Uh, at you know one forty one fifty two whatever you're going to do. Yeah. As you're sparging. You're still mashing. You're still mashing, and actually, if you're you're pumping in 170 degree water, you're actually mashing at probably 158, 159, and you're not going to get the beer you want. So if you get the whole mash up to about 168, 170, you see well, anything deal. above 165, you're going to get uh, you're going to kill off the enzymes real quick, and then it's going to stop where you are, and you're not going to get any more conversion, and you, your uh, your numbers are going to be where you want them to be. And when you're talking consistent, too. yeah, consistent. So you're talking about your your uh, uh, GU to BU ratio. Yeah. So your uh, gravity units to your bittering units. And if you overdo it and you come up, you know, too high, you're going to end up with less bittering. Okay. Or too low. All right. So it's a matter. It's a matter of just making sure you hit your numbers. And in my experience, as you mentioned, uh, yours in true man love. Uh, if you don't have a way to direct fire that mash ton, it is a little bit difficult right. to get it yeah. up above one sixty. It, it's all it's a, so. it's an advanced technique uh, that you know you can still brew good beer with it, and maybe not consistent, it, yeah. not consistently. Okay, so just uh, don't worry about it. Just keep doing what you're doing until you can get to that point where you can do something like that. I would like to point out that his name is actually Suck at JP. Oh, okay. Which came from suckatjp at gmail.com. Isn't that an Indian name? Oh, he has a, his own email address? <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting. All right, Patrick writes in, Justin, you know talent, ass clown. I'm listening to an awesome session on the BN app, but I'll never know the date or title because the app doesn't tell me what's playing. Uh, someone brought this up like six months ago and you, you said you'd fix it and you didn't. I'm very sad. No talent, ass clown. 
I don't think I said I'd fix the app. I think I said I'd fix it on the website, which I also haven't fixed. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, don't chastise me for not doing yeah. one thing. It's, I didn't do the other. I didn't do the other. I don't know how to fix it on the app. I'll have to. I don't think you can talk about that with the people who do the app. Maybe the, if I get around the to Russian, Pakistani, and Afghanistan. Yeah. I mean, I guess he makes a good point. Like, if you only get halfway through it and then you want to go listen to the rest of it, you should know what it was. Yeah. Uh, I'll see what I can do. Uh, all right. Uh, Sheppy writes in, um, I'm pretty proud of myself. Thank you. Thank Okay, good. Next. I just found out yesterday that my German alt beer took first place in Category 7 American Hybrid Beer in the Denver region of NHC. Nice. Yeah. Says I've been listening to BN for years, and only this year started taking your advice to enter competitions for feedback. Good. Uh, I never would have entered if it were not for the BN, uh, talking so much about brewing competitions. So I have you guys in large part to thank for my award. I'm sure I would not be half the brewer I am today without your guidance. Uh, thank you from Sheppy. Uh, P.S. Uh, winning was also far from my so far from my mind that apparently I forgot to enter the brewing network as my homebrew club. Boo. If the BN loses uh, Club of the Year because of this mistake, I'll feel horrible. Well, it's a tight race. It is now, yeah. It does look like Quaff got uh, a couple of more, a couple of two-tree more first-round points than we did. Yeah, uh, they, they entered in so ten regions. We're yeah. going in neck and neck. The we, cheaters. Six, I think. Right? Six or ten. They did well. The network's in ten. <laughs> We're in all but yeah. one. Yeah. I think I looked through and we we placed in everything but one. Uh, 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 ten, uh, maybe two. Um, well, we're not a real club anyway. Quaff did well. I congratulate them. They're back in action and a contender now for Club of the Year. Now it comes down to the second round. So if we lose by, say, one point, yeah. and Sheppy here is a medal winner in the second round. That's the key, right? We will, we will give it, He will get a blanket party like he's never seen. We will pink belly his ass. <laughs> That's right. I will stick, stick grog tags all over his hairy belly and peel them off. And then quick, reuse them. In quick fashion and yes. then stick them back on again. <laughs> they are a torture device. Have you, look at it that way. <laughs> Have you guys tried that, actually? feature you can put on the website. <laughs> also use them to fuck with yeah. your friends. Lax your girlfriend. The <laughs> can you yeah. do a Brazilian with them? <laughs> I guess the problem would be that it's that sort of, it's tacky, but it, it not so tacky that you can't remove it. That's the yeah, problem. That would be tacky. Oh, that quick yeah. rip? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Chris writes in, I'd like to offer my sincere thanks to the BN. I recently became a certified Cicerone. I truly believe that if it weren't for your programming, uh, either directly providing or or directing me to the right resources, I would have tanked the written exam. Without trying to perform full-blown fellatio, because that would only taste like hippie and sadness, I wanted to thank you anyway, and truly hope that my subscription as a ranger helps keep the lights on. It does, Chris. Thank you. Thanks. Which one's the... Are you the sadness, JP, and I'm the hippie? Yeah. That's how it goes, Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that a real question? Yeah. Yeah, there's just, nothing hippie about me, and there's a lot of sadness about me. <laughs> Is that yeah. like the Falcon and the Snowman? <laughs> it's like BJ yeah. and the Bear. Yeah, except less. Yeah. Except in both cases, less cool. Yes. <laughs> and you'd be more anger than sadness, Justin. That's true. Yeah. I tried to stop therapy again the other day. <laughs> Why? Can if you do, can I take your place? <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, <laughs> no. No. I was like, really? Because I feel like things are going okay. Nope. You, you're like that kid who who does who stops taking his antibiotics. Yeah. And his infection comes back. 
But in the meantime, in between yeah. there, I'm like, see, I, I'm fine. I'm, I'm great. Why are you dripping? I don't know. Meanwhile, two days later, I flipped out and tried to beat somebody up again. Uh, well, I uh, accept your apology. <laughs> <laughs> right. I feel we don't have to have our meeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weekly meeting canceled. Shit. All right, Kevin writes in, uh, life's been good to me lately. Uh, Just bragging. good so far. Coors Brewing Company has hired me to give tours for them. AC Golden Brewing noticed my love for beer and wants me to join their team. That's cool. I took third place in a local competition for a Saison that the BN Forums helped me with, and Brad Smith from Beersmith 2 just offered me a six-month gold starter membership. I'm starting to think this is my year for beer, and I owe it all the Brewing Network and all its programming. Uh, That's why I'm signing up for private first class in the BN Army. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And as soon as I pay off my credit cards, I plan to move up the ranks. Uh, thank you, and I hope to see you again at JBF from Kevin. Kevin, you don't have to sign up with us before you pay off your credit cards. Yeah, Kevin, seriously. Quit buying that porn. Yeah. Pull your head out of your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Become debt-free first. Yeah. Then worry about people who are debt-free. We'll be right back on the Dave Ramsey Show. <laughs> Dylan writes in, uh, love the show, good info, congrats on the shark sweep in the first round, Jipper. Next up, Kings, motherfucker. You wish. There you go. Uh, Merrick writes in, Hey, Justin, I discovered the Brewing Network a few weeks ago. Since then, I'm listening to all of them trying to catch up on the huge amount of archives. I also joined the BN Army with private first class and hope to upgrade my financial situation. Improves. Uh, <laughs> what is with people who are in oh, debt no. paying other people money that won't get them out of debt? That's why they're in debt. That's right. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I appreciate it, but... Just whatever. go one step deeper and just pay us. If you or uh, one of your brewcaster friends finds your way to the Czech Republic, let me know. I'll show you around the local beer scene. Uh, indeed, oh. there's more to the Czech Republic than the boring Pilsner. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I saw the movie Hostel. <laughs> this <laughs> offer does not apply to JP. Oh, what? You, you guys are awesome. <laughs> Keep up the good work. <laughs> It's like, terrible. I mean, I like him, but I don't he want to spend the He's the only weekend. one interested in that offer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's great. Yay. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm thinking about planning a trip to, like, England and Europe. What? Yeah. How are you going to do that? I don't know. You yet. taking a cruise? You <laughs> swim? Taking a cruise. <laughs> you know, are they building a bridge that I don't know about? I'm just going to tube float. <laughs> on an inner tube. Yeah. Three months, I'll be over there. <laughs> uh, well, for anybody that doesn't know, uh, JP doesn't like airplanes so much. Mm-mm. It's a long ride. You know. So much. I know you, you like airplanes, you just don't like airports. I don't like being in an airplane. I like airplanes. I think they're cool, but I don't like being inside <laughs> of them. I don't like being inside of them while they're up in the air, and then I don't like being inside of them while they're up in the air for long periods of time. So you like them, but you don't like anything they do. Right. I like the concept of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the way they look. They're very phallic and shiny. <laughs> right. Well, it's like, um, it's like uh, you know, Kim Kardashian. You can like her, but you don't really like anything she does. And you right. don't want to be inside her. Yeah. Yeah. And you is don't she want to be the one? Her, right? <laughs> he said you didn't want to be inside the airplane. That's true. Which you know. one is she? Is she the one with the She's nice... She's the fat one. She's the pregnant one. With with Kanye's baby, before she was pregnant, you wanted to be inside her. No, you just didn't want to talk to her. Well, she's pretty, but I don't know. I don't understand. All right, that girl has a nice face, but legs she don't got. You know what I'm trying to say? You ever seen her legs? They're <laughs> I terrible. I love it when we do this. Though. Oh my gosh, when she looks. Like, her legs. Are, 
She's pretty, but oh, her legs are her so legs disgusting. Are oh, Shut the hell up! And like, like she's, I mean, and her butt's like good, but I mean, it's, it's a I mean, little. Good. Don't you think it's a little too big? She's a little. Yeah, you know, she's like a little too muscular. You know, yeah, her abs are too defined. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why, why? What's wrong with judging someone who puts themselves in the spotlight to be judged? <laughs> Tits I'm are just, too big. Good just point. doing what she wants to do. She's, I mean, if she's like a 9.8. I mean, she's not even a 9.9. <laughs> Out of 100, maybe. <laughs> yeah. All right. Whatever. Don't forget feedback's brought to you by Moonlight Meadery. All right. Uh, unless anybody's calling in for Drunk of the Week, I think our work here is done. 888 beer Do it quick, because we'll take them right now and not 20 minutes from now. 888 Pretty much, beer. if you're not drunk now, 20 minutes ain't going to matter. Yeah. Monday night show, we don't get a lot of Drunk of the Week phone calls. Uh, how about our Twitter game, JP? Our Twitter game. Let me uh, flip back to the other page here, please. All right. Next week on the Sunday show, we're back on a Sunday. Next week, we got Weasel Boy Brewing coming in uh, to talk about the about Weasel Boy Brewing. Uh, they're going to be on the phone with us, I think. And also, we're giving away a pair of tickets to the Firestone Walker Invitational Brew Festival. It's all sold out. Uh, very few chances for you to get tickets. Uh, that you're not paying some scalper an enormous amount of money for. You can win them here on the Brewing Network. We will be there doing oh, our thing. Such a good uh, yeah. time. It was a great time last year. We're yeah. doing it again. We're showing up there Friday night. Uh, we'll be there doing our broadcast thing on Saturday. We don't have an internet connection uh, there, so we won't be broadcasting live, but we'll do the same thing we did last year, which is post all of our interviews up. Uh, I think they were up by Monday or Tuesday. We're all sleeping so. in the bus? And, uh, yes. Oh, I got a hotel, yeah. dude. Yeah, JP tried yeah. to tent it last year, and it didn't work out for him. No. He was, one night, didn't you? He stayed. What, he was already irritated, but by the friend. time somebody fell on top of his tent with yeah. him in it, on my head, <laughs> that was it. On my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, "That's it. That is it." And that was the first night. Yeah, that was the first night. Yeah. And then so afterwards, you know, I'm guy, like, "The guy did that for free for me too." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that's all right. It's a good fast, yeah. and we've got your tickets. I'll uh, tell the story at your funeral. It'll be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> in this one time. <laughs> one time they on my head. Yeah. And he did it. I missed uh, that. All right. Biggest guy there. What's our Twitter game results? <laughs> our Twitter game results. Uh, what was our, the game? What was the good. game? Our, <laughs> I had stereo, but one was a delay. Can you tweak that out? Yes. Yeah. Uh, one more time. What was the game? Post the game. What beer what to beer pair pairs with a wit beer? There you go. Because beer pairing is for people who aren't uncreative. Cheese. So, uh, got a couple good replies. Uh, Gabriel Stitchfield says, a high alcohol one, so I don't have to be sober while listening to you guys talk about wit beer. Good call. John Worth says, a bottle of anything and a glazed donut to go. Another good call. Yeah. Colin Christensen says, obviously, another couple two-tree beers, because nothing pairs better with beer than more beer. Mm-hmm. And then Monster Mash says, a goose. <laughs> I give it to Monster Mash. Yeah, for I sheer mean, accuracy. What do, right? <laughs> yeah. I think a goose would pair great with a wit beer, as a matter of fact. And that's our winner yeah! of tonight's Twitter game. Yeah. Twitter game Sometimes a straight man plays it. Homebrewstuff.com. Check them out. All right, looks like we got a couple uh, two-tree Drunk of the Week calls. Let's go to Brad in Indianapolis. Brad, what's happening, buddy? Not much, man. I'm here in town on business. I'm in a frickin' hotel. Yeah. I've been drinking a shitload of beer. <laughs> I had a six-pack of Summerfest here in Nevada. I had a dig fat tires, new Belgian beer, a couple others, and people know I'm drunk. When I 
because I'm like Johnny Fever. I get faster thinking the more drunk I am. <laughs> you can, I can hear tell. it yeah. coming through the phone. Well, based on his yeah. concise description, he went to every question I have quickly. Yeah. I think he is a fast thinker when he's drunk. I'm fast. He was the most articulate drunk of the week call I've ever taken. Beverly. This is Brad. I'm calling for Drunk of the Week. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that because you don't sound like you're eating your phone. Right. I like him. And, but he also, he does sound concise, but he also sounds drunk. But, right. He's on business. Right. He's <laughs> on business. Yeah. All right, Brad, you're in, fact, in the running. He gets my vote just for that. There you go. You've already got Bevo's vote. How about that? That kicks ass because Bevo rocks. And she has two votes. By the way, two votes. by the way, Bevo's wearing a wizard in training shirt. Yeah, you're judging me. Harry Potter is a great book. More like idiot at large. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right. don't call me large. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, thank you, Brad. You're Why in the running for drunk of the week. Let's go to uh, somebody who Bevo apparently could not understand. Uh, line two is I have no idea who it is. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> See. <laughs> Good point. Hello? Just based on the first couple words, my first guess would be relative of JP. It's very sad sounding. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Oh, it's just me. I'm sad. I get sad. What are you going to do? You know what I mean? Just me calling in again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure working on a show where I just drink unlimited quantities of beer doesn't help. <laughs> it's not healthy. Yeah. Um, uh, we really should. You know, most companies will they'll strive to get a, some sort of health, like a normal medical health care plan in place right. first for their employees. Yeah. Ours would definitely be a mental health care plan yes. that we should be striving for first. Well, we've ignored it this far. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Who are we talking to? I'm talking to Matt. Matt. Oh, see, now he sounds happy. Yep. Matt? See, now he really is JP. Yep. He's, uh, <laughs> it's Matt! Woo! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, where are you calling from? My bad. I'm calling from uh, Minnesota, actually. All oh, right. Diphtheria, Texas. <laughs> Minnesota. And uh, how, how drunk are you, Matt? Oh, I think it went to the bar by 1 o'clock this afternoon. It's like 11 o'clock now. So. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm, I'm He's swallowing Thank you. Phone. Yeah. <laughs> How much cocaine have you had today? Most of good to here, but it's typically fifty percent. I'm gonna come this or a different boner. How much weed have you had today? <laughs> now he's in a tickle fight with someone. <laughs> yeah, you guys, high and drunk. Well, sure, why not? <laughs> why not? It's Minnesota. What the hell? <laughs> Matt, what, what you else are you going to do here, right? God damn it, it's cold. <laughs> oh, yeah. What do you do for a living? What, what are you going to do on Tuesday? <laughs> What's that? What am I going to do on Tuesday? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not going to do tomorrow, actually. <laughs> what do you do for a living, Matt? Uh, I, I actually do construction, right? Well, I'm no. not auctioneering. I do construction. <laughs> Which explains the, uh, the nose candy habit. <laughs> Well, once a year I run the Kentucky Derby, but the rest of the time I'm a instructor. I got this real cool nail gun. It's pretty cool nail gun. It's all right. It's pretty good. I need to get a longer hose. From the, thing going. the team's kind of broken, but I really got this real cool, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I find a rapier. 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 How do your friends know when you're drunk? <laughs> <laughs> he 
dances naked with him in the cold, is what I heard. <laughs> I, 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 I know you got it. He dances naked with a hose. <laughs> Just say that. All right, Matt, you're in the running for Drunk of the Week, dude. All right, cool. Awesome. Later. <laughs> oh. Next year, bro. And did we lose Ramit? I think he might have hung up after that hot mess. <laughs> He's like, I'm out. <laughs> I thought I had it, but I am out. All right, two drunk of the week calls uh, we have in front of us. We've got uh, Brad, who who is drunk, concise, yet drunk. And then we had Speedy Matt <laughs> from Minnesota. Could have been drunk, could have been high, could have been tripping. We don't know. Raise your hand. Everybody gets to vote, by the way. Our grog tag friends are still in the room. Anybody in the room at the time of, uh, of Drunk That We Calls gets to vote. Raise your hand if it's Concise Brad as our Drunk of the Week. Wow, a lot of votes. A lot of oh, votes. Oh, wow. It's almost unanimous. All but one vote. Raise your hand if it's Speedy Matt. It's JP and, and Bebo's other vote. Or oh, not okay. even that. Well, sure. Oh. Okay. Okay, there you go. That means that Brad is our Drunk of the Week this week. Yeah. That's about as scientific as your fucking public poll at the <laughs> Southern California Massathon. Right. <laughs> what? Speedy Matt? <laughs> Southern California Massathon. Uh, Brad from Indianapolis, send JP an email, jp at thebrewingnetwork.com. He will get you your Drunk of the Week medal. And uh, and you know what? Here, also put in this tasty coaster into this. Into oh, the look at that! I would love to do oh, that. Oh yeah, own tasty coaster. Bro. Nobody has one of those yet. That's right, except for me and Tasty. And I just gave mine away. <laughs> uh, no, I have one. That's only Tasty. <laughs> yeah. All right. Like I said, next week on the Sunday show, we're back on Sunday. Weasel Boy Brewing Company is going to be in the studio with us. Uh, uh, sorry, not in the studio. On the show with us. Uh, they're not in the studio, are they? No, they're out in Zanesville, Ohio. Ohio. Uh, Zanesville. You think it's as crazy <laughs> as it sounds? <laughs> it's very zany out there. Um, oh my god, do you think Zane Lamprey goes there? <laughs> we'll also be giving out uh, tickets to the Firestone Walker Invitational, a beer fest down in Paso Robles. Robles, Robles. Yeah. Paso Robles. Are you going to try to go to that with us, Doc? <coughs> what is it? Pfft. <laughs> No, then. Huh? It's Ju- well, June 1, Saturday, June 1. No, then, huh? Mmm. <laughs> mmm. Tasty, you're going. Oh, I'll be there. Yeah. And and Moscow's going. JP's going. There's no flight involved. Can I sleep in, J- in JP's tent? Yeah, it's available, <laughs> it's I hear. It's available? Yeah, my, my tent is definitely available. You know yeah. what? You can't have big guys fall on my head. I won't get back Just up. wear your helmet. <laughs> See, that's right. what I forgot. I forgot my I should probably wear my helmet anyway. <clears throat> Oh, if please walk around that stupid festival with a helmet on. <laughs> 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 All right, thanks Where's to Todd bus? and Steve from Grog Tag. Go to grogtag.com and check it out right now. JP, get us out of here, will you? Thank you to our show. Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. Follow JP on Twitter at Major Jip so he doesn't have to add you as a friend on Facebook and then hide you. Scott is on Twitter when he feels like it. Follow him at Moscow Paints. For some good beer insight and homebrew information, follow Golden Locks Nathan Smith at Nathan Homebrew and Mike McDowell at Tasty McD. If you want the best growler that your hard-earned money can buy, head on over to the BN Store and check out The Warhead. 
Thanks to our production director, Push Eject. And be sure to find the Brewing Network on Facebook and Twitter.